Welcome back to episode 51 of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies Podcast, everyone. Sponsored by Fightback CBD. Get 20% off your CBD order at fightbackcbd.com with code JJD. My name is Milton Campus. I'm a purple belt out of Fight Sports Coral Springs. You can check me out on Instagram at UncleMiltyBJJ. We got Bo behind the camera. Say hello, Bo. Hello, Bo. And then joining us today... Second time on the show, John Way from John Way Martial Arts. That's Welcome. right. Thank you very much for having me back. I'm pretty excited. Last time we had to do this online, right? <laughs> on Zoom, on, on Zoom. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, you're not special. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm, man. That's it. I'm out here, man. <laughs> Bye. See you later. I'm, I've, we never wanted to do Zooms. I always wanted it to be. So I am absolutely going through anybody that we've, that's been on the show before. I'm asking them to come in because I want to meet them. We had a great episode. I think that it was well-received. We had a lot of fun. So I absolutely wanted to well, have. Thank you very much for having me back. It's much, so much better being in the studio talking face-to-face. Yeah, man. And, you know, the delays and especially when we have a few people, you know, you're with the with the Zoom and the delay, it's just like, oh, wait, oh, what would you say? Oh, wait, let him go. You know, I, uh, it's not fun. Yep, yep, yep. Especially wearing the AirPods. Yeah, right. Couldn't hear yeah. well. <laughs> so, you know, let's not worry about what we spoke about last time. Okay. You know, we might be talking about some of the same things, a whole new, you know, set of listeners, a lot more people, you know, listening and watching the show. So let's go into your start in martial arts, which goes back. I mean, you just told me how old you are. I was like, mind blowing how <laughs> old you are, John. <laughs> you have to bring that up first, huh? I mean, you don't look a day over 50, so I mean, you Thank know. you very much. Well, yeah, I just turned 56 uh, last month, so. <laughs> I'm going to get it out there right now, okay? Because he's busting my chops about it. I'm not far behind. How, wait, how, how old are you really? No, 56. Oh, you're 56? I'm joking. I thought you just said you were 50. You I'm thought like, I was wow, laughing. That's, that's yeah, unbelievable. Well, 50, add a couple of years to it. Oh, wow. You know, Jeez. it doesn't matter. Bo knows. You know, once you're in 50s, I mean, yeah. it's a new 40s. It's all downhill. I, mean, 30s. Yeah. I hear it's all downhill. It's all downhill. <laughs> you start counting minutes, you know? Yeah. Well, I always say- <laughs> Well, listen, be, before, once I jump on the mat, I get warmed up. I'm 21 again. Yes. You know, it's, it's incredible. You know, funny enough, like, my, I, something's up with my arm. But it, when I'm rolling, it's, like, completely gone. I don't feel it. As soon as I stop, I'm like, oh, man, my arm still hurts. That's What's right. going on? I don't know what it is about the adrenaline or just the mindset. It's just, like, everything else is gone. My back doesn't hurt in, the, in those few minutes. And I don't know. It's, it's it's something. I mean, you know, when you're training, you know, you, it's it's not like any big thing. Somebody put you in an armbar, you didn't tap. Okay, mm-hmm. it's like just turning the wrong way. You're like, oh, oh crap, something yeah. went wrong there. You yeah. Know, so, hey, you look pretty good, 48. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I uh, I don't. The, let's say the body feels 48. I feel like 18 in in in, in my head. Like my mindset is, I just feel. I when I look at myself in the mirror, I still look at the same. That's right. Punk. That's, right. That's, that's right. I mean, that's the way I feel. And, and I'm, you know, I'm happy I, about that. I feel that. that 18 too. Yeah. I, you're what? 18. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, I feel you're 18. Yeah. <laughs> and I raise you 20. Uh, yeah. I mean, I look, I feel like, a, it, it's, you know, I think usually what makes me feel my age is when I'm like rolling with somebody who's maybe half my age that's and right. then they make you feel. That's right. Especially somebody who's like maybe like a blue belt or higher and they're like, they know what they're doing. And then it's just like, Holy crap! That guy just that kid. That kid is strong. Or it's like, oh, you know. And I like to see their face when they they think they just beat somebody that's pretty close to their. Not pretty, you know. Right. Maybe you're ten years older than them, and then they find out how old I am. 
Well, they, they, you know, when the young kids, when you roll young kids, they don't look at you and you go, hey, here's Milton. He's 48. Let me take it easy on yeah. him. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm a blue belt and uh, let me just take it easy on him because he's a little older. Now they're going to come after you. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a, uh, yeah, there's, there's not a lot of, <laughs> there's, there's not a lot of, let me take it easy on him. He's right. an old guy. Me and a couple of the guys at the gym the other day were talking, coach said something about like adding some classes or whatever. And I was like, maybe we can get him to add a 40 and over class. <laughs> Cause I'm like these young kids, you know, when we came back from the pandemic. It was, it was like a sea of white belts. I think maybe we talked, I don't know if I had just started yeah, training yeah, around the time we spoke that. last time. And I went in there and it was just like all white belts. But all like grown men under thirty white belts, right. like linebacker, wrestler, <laughs> right. cop. You know, it's just like, oh my god, I gotta fight these guys. And I hadn't because of my knee, I hadn't worked out a lot, hadn't trained right. for a good nine months. And here I come, like, oh, this is gonna That's be right. rough, you know. And I've just started to feel like back to my old self, like the the me, the day before I went into, like I blew out my knee the day before I went into. Quarantine for work, you know, especially oh, wow. started working okay, at home. So, okay. so the timing was like that was Sunday, messed up my knee. Next day, I was going into into quarantine, and I didn't see the mat again for. Well, you, nine you get that question a lot, you know, when when you're old and you're training jujitsu, and and one of my main goals when I'm on the mat is I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. You know, so you got to watch how you move, and because once you're hurt, you're out for a while. You don't want to be yeah. out, you know, for several months. You what do you, what do you tell people? Like, I, see, I still see it online. I mean, we all, we all say it like, jujitsu's for everybody. You're never too old to start. Do you, do you believe that? I mean, do you, you know. I, I do. I, I definitely believe that, you know, as you get older versus like a striking art, okay? Mm -hmm. When you work in a striking art, when you get hit, that shit hurts, man. Yeah. Like, you know, hitting the arm, yeah. hitting the leg. With jujitsu, it's a different kind of pain. Yeah. You know, it's like soreness, but it, feel, it feels good, yeah, you yeah. know, and uh, it keeps you limber. And I, I definitely think, you know, with the right team and the right coaching and the right environment, you know, anybody can train at any do, age. Do you separate, like, you know, do you separate people by age, gender, you know, like when, no, when they're rolling? No, no. We, we mix them together. But, you know, if, I, if I'm running the class, I pay very good attention to, you know, the females, obviously, mm -hmm. the, the white belt. You're probably not going to put an 18-year-old kid with a 40-plus-year-old mom. No. If they're the no. same level. Exactly. Right? You know, exactly. you're not yeah, going to. Men are very weird, you know. They'll start slow, but then if the female has some skills, you see them start pounding. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got so much pride. Like, there's no way we're going to let this female beat us. Welcome to yeah. jiu-jitsu. Females beat men yeah. all the time. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's never happened to me, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I hear, yeah, I hear it. Sure, I hear it sucks. Sure. <laughs> Listen, you're from Fight Sports. I know you've been beat by a female before. Up in Coral we Springs, got, we've got some tough. We've got some tough girls, man. I, you know, uh, my. I'll be honest with you, the toughest role of anyone that I roll with at purple belt or lower is a female. Wow, is a female there? She's one of the coaches there. Mm -hmm. She's the hardest role. And I tell her, I tell every, I tell Te everybody. Technically, she was technically, good. and and she's freaking strong, wow. and she's very strong, and she's you know, it's yeah, she's she's definitely my my toughest role. Shout out to Flo, she uh, she yeah, she's uh, very skilled. You know, she was a coach, so you know, you get that you're teaching kids all day. Right. You know, you you, you kind of, your jujitsu goes to a different place when you're coaching. You know, you could do a move and do it wrong. And then not even realize it, or maybe you don't do it perfectly, but then you start teaching other people, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, wait, your foot's supposed to be here, and you're, and you're like, oh, oh, shit, I don't put my foot there. Oh, I got it. Like, you fix the little That's things right. about your own game. I coach for a little bit at White Belt and into Blue, right. because my, my the gym that I went to that I started at was brand new. 
Uh, so he was as soon as he saw that I liked to coach and teach, he'd have me, you know, running the uh, the warm ups and doing the class. And sometimes he couldn't make it. A small gym, sometimes he couldn't make it. And he'd have me. He's like, "Can you open?" Right. I'm like a white belt opening this this school and doing the kids and then the two adults classes. Well, you learned a lot. I le- right. again, it was. I, I feel like my jitsu was my jujitsu was more technical when I coached. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm definitely better now, years later, but it was more technical because my basics were just down. You know, you're always teaching people. You know, white belt whites and 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 brand new people off the street. So my tech my my technical jujitsu was was I felt like was a lot more on point. Yeah, I think that's one of the most important. I think every martial artist should at some point start teaching because you learn to break it down. You know, in your head you got to break it down. You can't yeah. just go, hey guys, here's the armbar, just do it. Watch mm-hmm. me. You know, you got to go step by step, and that's how they learn. Yeah, right there. Like sometimes you fix your own jujitsu yep. when you're doing that. Correct. So. So a guy comes in, 60 years old, off the street. Six or 60? 60. 60. 60 years old. Says, I heard jujitsu's for everybody. What yeah. do you tell that guy? Listen. We, come we, on in? Yeah, come on in. We'll put him in class. And, you know, just keep a go- close eye on him. You know, make sure he can uh, physically do some of the things. I mean, even guard, you know, six-year-old, yeah. you know, can they sit down on the, you know, lay on the back, cross their leg? I mean, there's a lot of things you got you to gotta look at. And we try to pay really close attention to it. Yeah. Because you want them to have a good experience. You don't want to come, let them come in, right, and roll with a, a young guy and get smashed, and, and that's your jiu-jitsu They're experience. gone, yeah. See, I think that as a business owner myself, I recognize that I have to be careful because my coach is still running a business. Mm-hmm. I know when I see somebody coming in, some people look at it, ah, uh, fresh meat, you know, <laughs> great. I'm going to beat that guy. I'm going to be better than him. I look at it as... I'm going to grab that guy, take him to the side, maybe, you know, show him some basics while everybody else is rolling because that's, you know, that's how my coach is going to grow his gym. That's how the gym gets bigger. That's how we all get better. More people, more bodies. He tells a friend, you know, I don't think everybody realizes that. Well, I sometimes it has to be. Yeah. More and more nowadays, I think there's more and more professional jiu-jitsu gyms out there. They know how to handle the customers coming in, the, the new, mm. the white belt. I think that's changing a lot because that's, you know, it's, it's pretty natural for, you know, BJJ, the way it has grown in the last, you know, 10 years. I mean, people will be more professional about, you know, teaching how they teach white belts, you know, having a, a, some sort of enrollment system to bring them in. Yeah. I think it's fantastic because mm. once, you know, especially the older crowd, once they start training, you can, you know, they're dedicated. They're, you know, they go to work in the day, they have their routine. They go train jujitsu at night. It's good for everybody. I tell again. I, I'll say this. I sound like a broken record, but I tell people like you love it or you hate it. Yeah. I think we even said that when when That's we right. when we spoke last. You love it or you hate it. So even doesn't matter what age you are. You all of a sudden you're like, well, I like this. I need to do this more. No matter what the age you want to like. Even when I'm hurt, I'm like all right. I've learned put a day between training. Mm-hmm. You know, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday are usually the only days I do back to back because I can rest during the day. Where on Monday, the next day I'm sitting in a chair for eight hours, and that's hard to recover from. That's right. Can't take a nap in the middle of the day. I can't just get on the floor and start stretching or use a massage gun, you know, and start, you know, fixing some things. And right. I've got every device known to man. <laughs> I've got an inversion board. I've got the so as. You got I've the got, massage gun? I've got, oh, I've got two massage big. guns. Two. I've got them all. And, you know, you just can't. So Saturday and Sunday, I know I can go train early on Saturday. Came Now I'm doing the podcast today. Like, I'm not just uh, just sitting around. Right, I'm, right. I'm, there's movement. I'm working. I'm doing something. This will be the ride down here and doing this with you now will be the longest I'm sitting in one place where on a normal Monday to Friday, it's eight hours in a chair on the phone, you know, selling marketing. Right, right. So, so yeah, I can't. 
I can't do it. So I know my body enough to say I can do four days a week. Now my wife gets me going to her kickboxing. She bought me a gift. To, to some, oh, uh, nice. You're doing a little striking art. You sure? So, yeah. So selling, Monday, Monday, out. Wednesday, Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a true jiu-jitsu guy. <laughs> my, my coach, I don't, he doesn't say it specifically because of me, but Felipe will, will be like, Helio didn't train. Helio didn't, didn't do weights. You know, Helio didn't train Muay Thai. <laughs> right, right. But I, that was my first love. My first love was... You know, my dad was a huge boxing fan, nice. so for I can remember, sixteen year old, sixteen years old, got into a fight. Didn't really know how to handle myself. My dad was he was a cop. Uh, he didn't really want like he didn't train. He didn't teach me how to fight. Like it was just like don't get the fights. Right, right. That's right. <laughs> don't get the fights. If the if that's something bad happening over there, you're over there. Okay. So didn't really know how to take care of myself. Tried a little bit of karate when I was a little kid. Didn't like, you know, I, the, the sensei hit a little kid, uh, <laughs> like a, a, just a, the bad kid in the class. He punched him in the stomach and that was oh. it. I was out sprained my thumb in, a, in, in, in gymnastics, which is what I loved. I really took to, and it gave me an excuse not to go back to karate. So then that was done. And then I tried some Taekwondo when I was older. And then, so you got a lot of experience. We got, but like we're talking months. There was like just patches of months throughout. So I didn't really didn't have a lot of experience with sticking with something, and then got into a fight, got my ass handed to me, and then my buddy had a punching bag, so I barred and I started hanging it on a tree outside on the side of my house, and that's when I fell in love with just teaching myself. Nobody taught me. I just take it, hit it. Then you got older, YouTube comes around, then I could watch a video and like, oh, turn your hand over, the way to kick. Right. And I just was self-taught for so long. That was where I like, boxing to getting my ass whipped to like to just this love of boxing. And then I then I got into it. Come down to Florida, my friends were into the UFC. I hadn't even heard of it. Cage for you here, cage fight. <laughs> you know what the fuck? That's is right. UFC? What is what that? Is and that was it. It was it was done for me. I was that's it. I've been addicted to to it for since then. But with jiu-jitsu, my first couple of gyms, uh, before I did jiu-jitsu, I was at a like a striking gym. Mm -hmm. You know, they did like kind of like, I called it CrossFit without the heavyweights, but it was centered around boxing and, and Muay Thai. And then a friend of the family opened a jiu-jitsu gym and that was it. That we was did a little nice. Muay Thai, but then I was it. It was jiu-jitsu. I didn't even want to know it. Weights, whatever. Working out, running, whatever. It was just all about jiu-jitsu. Right, so that's right. been... That's how, awesome. So so for you, tell, let's go back. You know, When did you start? We got into the age thing and we didn't talk right. about it. Uh, what age did you start martial arts and what was your first art? Well, <clears throat> my first art was Wing Chun. I started as a teen. I, I love Bruce Lee, you know, just like everybody else. And um, <clears throat> you know, being Chinese and coming from Hong Kong, it was very traditional for you to like train one art and that's it. Like That was yeah. what was uh, ingrained in me forever and <clears throat> i love the fighting aspect of it growing up here you know you have to defend yourself and and i thought that was a great way not just to learn self-defense but to kind of carry my culture a little bit yeah well, as i got older you know same thing ufc came in i'm like i need to learn that yeah I mean, what happens you get taken down to the ground yeah i'm sorry but that wing chain gonna work on the ground yeah okay those wing chun guys gonna hate me for saying that <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to work on the ground, okay? You may do a little wrist uh, escapes and stuff. But I, I got into it. Uh, I had an opportunity to go on a seminar with the Gracies. We talked about last time on a cruise. Yeah. Spent my whole week with them. It's my first experience. So tell everybody, go. you, you were doing a commercial, right? I was you doing were, a commercial. You commercials yeah. right. with Kathy Lee, I remember. That's Kathy right, Lee Gifford, right, right? That's right. And you were on that boat doing a commercial for the cruise yeah, line? Yeah, I was flying out of, uh, I mean, I was going out of California. And somehow, mm -hmm. I, this is when Gracie, they were promoting, they were marketing left 
left and right, you know, mm. the school would get letters for the child. Oh, they don't do that anymore. No, they don't do that anymore. <laughs> There's a lot of badasses out there now. That would take that $100,000, yeah. you know. But um, I saw that they were uh, having a seven-day uh, seminar on the same cruise. So I got in contact with them. I said, hey, listen, I'm doing a commercial. I'm working there, kind of, shooting with Kathy Lee. And uh, when I'm done, can I come train? And they're like, absolutely. So the thing was, they had the mats on the top floor, black mats. And you were, we're out in the Pacific, okay? <laughs> and it's freaking hot. And you're in a gi, okay? It's my first time in a gi. And uh, they would take there and they would spray water on us the whole time. Yeah. But it, it was wow. such a great experience. I mean, hanging out with Hoist and Horian and um, – you know, all we learned was arm bars and triangle all week, yeah. you know, so I, I was hooked, you know, right from there. I wanted to, you know, train a little bit more, but I didn't have time. I had businesses. I had, I just opened the school, I think back then. And, um, you know, was the, the first school was the one here in plantation in South the Florida? The first school. Yeah. It's in so plan, it was, yeah it's in well, you're not in the same location, but this, the no, yeah, as far as we city, were, that's always been the one where you started. Correct. Plantation is what I, what I picked, you know, back in, I think 1998, which is a long time ago. Yeah. Opened the school, and, um, you know, once I found time to train again, you know, I started training jiu-jitsu full-time. Yeah. And I, I, I freaking love it. Like, right now, I train, you know, I train striking still. I work with my, my, uh, my MMA team, but, you know, personal time, it's always on the mat. Yeah. You know, it's, it's good, you know, age-wise. It's, you know, physically, it's a great workout. You go yeah. out there, you're, like, tired. And I uh, just love the skills, man. I saw you put out a couple of videos on Instagram. Was it your daughter's, one of your daughter's birthdays recently? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, it was just uh, her birthday, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you, I saw you, you You went in the time machine there and you put some stuff of her competing when she was little. How right. old is she now? She Well, my daughters are 15 and 18. Okay. You know, but uh, that was back then. I mean, you know, when they're little... You know, they'll go follow you everywhere. Now yeah. I can't even get them to go to dinner with me. <laughs> you know? So they used to go train with me. You know, they train gi, they train jujitsu, they train striking. So used to? They don't They won't train they, anymore? They don't anymore. I mean, yeah. once in a while, you know, I'll talk yeah. them into going into to train with me. But they know the basics pretty well. Um, How, did they ever train jujitsu? Was this just yeah, they train. Food? No, they, they train jujitsu yeah, as well. They train when yeah. I uh, was American top team. They trained with me there. Okay. They trained gi and uh yeah, it was, it was some cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, the eighteen-year-old going away to school? Yeah, she's a, she's away yeah. to school. I've got a seventeen-year-old that she's she's a senior in high school, and I'm haven't been able to get her to like even for me to be like, let me just show you this. You're gonna be going away to school. It make me right. feel so much more comfortable if I know you can like you know do certain things, and then she'll punch me in the stomach. <laughs> and then, <laughs> she, she punches hard. My right. my wife tries to get her to go to kickboxing. She won't go. I've tried to get her to do some jujitsu. When she was a little bit smaller, I was able to like play around with her a little bit, right? And and like you know, okay, he'll grab my arm. Oh, look where you are! That's you know, right. you choke me. Hey, let me show you. Grab her arms and do it. And she'd get all excited, but go to the gym to do it. No, she just yeah, wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do mean, this in front of anybody. I don't know. Yeah. You just got to make sure uh, they make the right decisions in college. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, okay, what can I teach her mm. right away or review? You know, is it jujitsu? Is it is it striking? Is it you know working with a blade or something? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean. What, what do you think about, like, uh, early on in my first school, when I started to deal with parents, I started to watch videos and came across a lot of the, the Henner and, and, and Hedon videos. And I came across a video that talked about how they helped cl the parents, how they would teach parents to make sure they got the kids to school. Because there's that age, and, and you, look, you're, you probably know this way better than I do, but mm -hmm. probably like 12 to 16, 17. That's correct. Girls and boys, right? They, they're, they're discovering the opposite sex. Now it's phones and TikTok and you know and gaming. 
how hard is it to get them during that time, right? Do you do you have that problem uh, with yes. parents? And like, where have you been, little Johnny? That's you know, right. what do you tell the parents? On, on, do, you, do you have like a strategy to make sure they get them there? Well, you know, for the younger kids, you kind of put on the parents a little bit, right? You don't yeah. give them a choice. If, if little Johnny's out in the yard playing football with his friends, at 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 3.30, and you go, hey, listen, it's time to go train martial arts. What kind of response do you think you're going to get? Mm. Right? So, oh, yeah, mom. That's right. I don't want to go. So, you know, the parents have to bring them in. Um, so, you know, that's something you have to instill in the parents. But when they get a little older, 15, 16, 17, they make their own decisions. Yeah. Right? So you got to have an exciting program. Yeah. You got to teach awesome classes. The, like kind of the play jujitsu thing, again, going back to the Gracies, they yeah. talked about how they were taught jujitsu and like they played jujitsu when they were three and four and they didn't really get forced to, to be on the mats. That's right. <clears throat> that's right. So, you know, you, you just always got to have to teach an exciting class. Make sure your team, your staff, you know, knows that. And, you know, make it fun. Don't make it too military-like. Yeah. And, and just, you know, make sure they have good skills, have fun, and, and communicate with one another. That that one video that, that I remember was, and I think, I, again, way back, I posted it in one of the episodes. They talked, it was a jiu-jitsu black belt who was a student. I think he was sitting down with Henner. They're on the camera on the green mats, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to him, and he's telling his story of what his father did to him to get him to go to jujitsu because he's a black belt now. He's like a very young black belt, probably early 20s. And he was telling the story of how his father would get him to go to jujitsu on the days that he didn't want to go. And again, I'm not 100% sure that this is what his dad did to him, but this is what he tells parents now. Right. You tell little Johnny when he says he doesn't want to go to jujitsu, you say, look, if you don't want to go to jujitsu, you need to tell me two days before. We're going to have an agreement. You're going to tell me two days before that you don't want to go to jujitsu. Once we're under that 48-hour mark or two days. That's it. You're on. You're going to jujitsu that day. You can't back out. Is that a deal? And they, they make that deal with the, the you know, the, again, I don't know if it was his father that did it with right. him or what he suggests. It's like, that's kind of smart. Because what 5, 7, 12, 13-year-old is thinking of two days from now. Right, right. Right? So it was just like, I would have to go. Because I had that deal. And that's what they were, the, the kind of the subject of the video was like, they made me go even when I didn't want to go. And now he's sitting there with his black belt. That's so right. proud of it. I, I've i told parents, and and maybe this is wrong the way I'm saying it, but you kind of got to, there's a time where you've got to force them to go. No, you're going. We haven't, this is something you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wagner said uh, on our last episode, it's not a sport, it's a life skill. I'm teaching a life skill. So just like learning to swim, if you have a pool in your backyard, you're going to learn to swim. You have to. Mm-hmm. You could drown. I'm going to teach you how to defend yourself. You're going. I wish my parents made me go to karate. I wish they forced me to go back. I would have been kicking and screaming and maybe crying. But when I was in my, when you're in your 20s and people know, you know, not not only that good feeling you have and the confidence you have, but when people, you know, 20 years old, you're trying to pick up girls That's and right. they're like, oh, you're a black belt. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't even know what I was missing. You know, I really wish. And then I, you know, didn't find jujitsu until I was 41. But do you, you know, that forcing them to go, what do you think about that? What if, what if little Johnny just, you know, he never wants to come and it's always a problem. The parent, I mean, what do you tell the parent? So like push him to come. Well, yeah, you got to talk to the parents. You got to talk to their needs. I mean, if, um, you know, little Johnny's being bullied, you got to kind of talk to them about that. I mean, martial arts, it it, it is a life commitment. It's a commitment, you know, not a one month. And especially for kids, I mean, you know, we're, we're a little biased because we both train. But I'll tell you, it really, in, in today's society and what's going on, to have an environment like a martial arts school with, with, with you know, 
uh, instructors and mentors around your kids. I mean, how, how much better can that be? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So part of it's on the parents, you know, make sure they come. But at the same time, you know, I, I take responsibility myself as a gym owner. So, hey, listen, we got to have an exciting class. So Joey or little Johnny. How we get Joey? Tim, Little Johnny wants to come back and train and wants to hang out with all the instructors. You know, so I think that's important. You know, whether it's jujitsu, striking, kung fu, you know, taekwondo, karate, whatever it is, it's got to be an environment that speaks to the kid, teaches yeah. their skill according to their age, which is a very important thing, mm-hmm. and uh, um, just make it exciting. Do you do you work on a lot of the parents? I know, like in our school. Uh, we we even on Saturdays and Sundays is basically like we cone off half of the mat, like maybe a third of the mat. Mm-hmm. It's kids on one side, and it's like their parents are on the other side. Pretty much, like so many parents train is is my point. Right. Do you like work on getting the parents in? Like, hey, why don't you should right. train? We we maybe don't that's we don't help little yeah, Johnny we don't here. aggressively market to them, which yeah. we should is really one of, one of the uh, things you can do. But uh, we do have a lot of families that train, and it's freaking yeah. awesome. As a matter of fact, I think you know we were talking about in our team meeting that we're going to do a couple profiles on the families where yeah. the dad the mom the, the son the daughter everybody trains and they come in and, and they do everything and yeah. it's so great to watch them you yeah. know to hang out their kids because you know listen you yeah. don't get a lot of time with your kids it goes by really fast i mean to and to have uh, uh the time of spending learning martial arts and your kids learning self-defense building their confidence you know learning jujitsu skills and I mean, I think that's priceless. Do so you ever try to get your daughter's? Hey, come on, come to the gym. I do. I I, I have to. Uh, I have to uh, negotiate with them now. Oh yeah. And when we do it in a fun <laughs> way. I mean, b- back when I was, where they were younger, how I got them to train jujitsu, we would have jujitsu competitions at home. Now that they like. Yeah. You know, they're like, okay, let's do yeah, it. Like that. Is it because the eyes aren't on them? Like that everybody's not watching? I, you I, I don't know. Maybe a couple fun. of things. It, ma- yeah. it makes it fun. And, you know, you kind of keep score. You're like, yeah, yeah. okay, so-and-so. And, uh, but they were learning, you know, the positions a lot better. I noticed that. So I started doing more of that at home. Yeah. So how do you negotiate with them now? What do you do? What do you do to get them to well, come in? They want to go shopping or something. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, Let's go do a training session. Daddy, you know, and they're like, "Is there a class going on?" I go, "No, there's no class going on. Class is over. Let's go in there and train." And they're going, but once they're there, they'll go through all the motion. You know, yeah. they start practicing all their stuff, and uh, I know just it's just good to know that my kids have some skills. What What did they What did they teach you? Because you know, again, you Wing Chun. Uh, you do Muay Thai there. Right. You do jujitsu. Um, what What did they take to the most? They well, kung fu because it's it's yeah. our first art. But they they uh, they're very good striking. They're very good with jujitsu. Yeah. So and I also have a have a stepson. He trains with me, you know, full time. Okay. And uh, it's great to see him adapt to it. You know, he's yeah. he's, he's 15 now, and uh, he loves it. He trains jujitsu. How long have you been in his life? I've been about uh, 10 years. Okay. Yeah, so. I, my when I say my now I'm just so used to saying my daughter. I have a my actual daughter uh, who is 27. Okay. And lives in Virginia. You know, she's an adult and she's a teacher. Um, I wasn't doing jujitsu or martial arts when I you know when she was a little kid, and I was still like the part time dad. Right? She lived with her mom. Right. We weren't married. My my stepdaughter, the one that I'm talking about now, that she doesn't want to. That she I've been in her life since she was nine. Okay, so that's yeah, why yeah, I same asked, thing. You know, yeah. So you know now she's 17, and I'm you know it's like still ha- worked on it. She's just not into it. It's, that's it's, okay, you know. but one day she may be. Yeah. You know, I, I'm yeah. I'm hoping like sometimes in the future they're like, hey, I want to come train a little bit. Maybe it yeah. could be kickboxing, you know, jujitsu. I, I think don't care. I think just when life starts to kick you around a little bit, and you start, you know. You become an adult and you watch the news and you see the violence out there or maybe you start to have your own kids. I think people kind of look at it a little differently. Like, I 
kind of realize like I need this. Or, and then, you know, your body doesn't react the same way that it used to. You don't lose weight. You know, you have that pizza and you feel it. And That's you, right. you know, it's like, you might as well just put it on the thigh, you know, right. You get to that point where you're like, I need to work out. I mean, I would think that they would take to martial arts if, when they're looking for something to keep themselves in shape, right. You know, right, exactly. well, hopefully they do. That's what yeah. I'm hoping for one day. Yeah. So. so we were talking before, I think, you know, we're alike in that we've always got a few things going on. Right. <laughs> Busy more, as fuck. I'm more, yeah. <laughs> For me, it's, a, I've, I, I, you know, I, my wife doesn't understand it. She doesn't understand how I could be essentially, you know, have a job and run a business or have two businesses going. Right. Now you have the, the martial arts studio. And you also have a marketing company, right? That's that you're correct. involved with. That's What's the name of it? It's called F5 Digital Marketing. Okay. F5 Digital. Yeah. I, I always look at it and I can start to say yeah. FN. <laughs> right? Does everybody? I, FN5. FN. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the like, silent joke. It it? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, do you. Are you mostly doing martial arts, or do you, will you well, help I, anyone? I have my hands in everything. My, my okay. background's in marketing and business, and okay. you know, we I opened the martial arts. You were uh, you had a recording studio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, <laughs> walking into this is reminded me my first business was a record label. Yeah, you know, and, it, and I was it there for about twelve years. So there's there's a lot that you know went into that. That's the beginning of my career, and we used to have a listening room like this. So I had a yeah. little flashback walking in here. Yeah, you know, looks I looks, looks all coming in. Looks all professional. <laughs> Good job there, setting it up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so my background is in marketing, and you know it's great because with, with the martial arts academy, it's weird because you learn to put all your skills into one thing. Right? Yeah, you, you can, you know, of course the marketing in front of the camera, behind the cameras, the sales, the marketing, the customer service, mm -hmm. and the martial arts. I mean, you know, are, I, you, are I, your clients primarily in like martial arts? Studios? No, no, absolutely you, not. You work yeah, with we anyone. do. Work we, with our marketing company uh, helps businesses out in general. Okay. We gotten so good with um, generating leads in the martial arts business, mm -hmm. we decided to branch out into other type of yeah type of business. I mean, I see your stuff. I mean, stuff's amazing. I follow you online. Oh, thank obviously, you very and much. I look at the videos and I'm like, yeah, you know. Videos are everything. If I didn't love where I was, you know, I'm <laughs> if I ever have a falling out, which I hope I never do. That's right. That's right. Well, and, I, and I still, I've, I've wanted to. Again, we we've spoken about this before. Like, whenever I see Wing Chun, I look at it and I go, "That's what I'm missing from my stand-up in jujitsu." Right? Is it a little bit of that hand play? I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm saying yeah, hand it's play. Hand probably. play. It's yeah. actually very yeah. correct to say that. Yeah. You know, uh, when I look at it, I'm like, "Oh wow!" You know, just kind of like you know, using somebody's momentum against them. You know, I never did judo. Mm -hmm. I'm too old to to get thrown around and you know, bad back. I I, I can't see myself going to take judo, going to to to, to train judo. But I could see myself doing something that's going to be, and you tell me if I'm wrong, a little bit easier on my body, mm -hmm. but that I feel like is going to help my jujitsu. Right, right. Do you agree? Well, what's, what's in, you know what? I do agree with you. I, I started Wing Chun as a kid, and maybe because I trained in this for so long, I took it for granted. When I first opened the school, I did not teach Wing Chun in a group class. Mm -hmm. you know, I, trained, I, I uh, trained it myself, and I would maybe have one or two privates. And uh, about several years ago, I was training uh, another martial artist. He was a black belt Taekwondo. He wanted to learn uh, uh, Wing Chun. And he said something to me interesting. He goes, you know, he goes, anybody at any age can train Wing Chun, John. You know that. And I was like, hmm. So I started teaching in group class again. And, and it's weird, but during the pandemic, that was the biggest leads that 
came in it was Wing Chun, mm-hmm. and, you know. So, but Wing Chun, in my you know my perspective, it's very good uh, for street defense. Mm-hmm. It's not for cage fighting. It's yeah. not to get in the Muay Thai ring, but for the street, it's it's very fast, very direct, and it it does go with Jiu Jitsu. The theory behind it is very similar to Jiu Jitsu. You know, the push and yield concept. And as a matter of fact, I was trying to make that analogy to one of my students today because she trained in my Wing Chun class, and then right away I had to teach Jiu Jitsu. And uh, some of the sim- there's similarities in it. If I'm pushing, you don't want to sit there power, power, power. Mm-hmm. You want to kind of go around, mm-hmm. you know, and get side control another way. Use it against them. Yeah, use, use it against them. And, them. and, you know, a lot of the, 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 the wrist locks and stuff, it's, you know, maybe because I train Wing Chun, but it comes very natural. You know, mm-hmm. I just turn my wrist. Oh, you're that guy. I'm that guy. The, ri- <laughs> the wrist. No, I don't do the wrist don't locks. Don't worry, I'm that, that guy. I'm that guy. You're that guy. <laughs> I'm that guy. Listen, you're, Milton, you're a good size, There's not man. a lot of wrist locking guys. You know, hold you down and you go to push me up and I give you that little. You, oh, ri- you, know, you wrist lock them when they're in your guard? Um, yeah, I, I'll look for it. Well, let, let me say this. As, again, I'm not. I, I, have I been a bully in my jujitsu <laughs> journey? Yes. Um, now I'll let, I'll show like, especially if it's somebody lower, I, I have enough sense now. If it's somebody that's a lower belt, mm-hmm. I'll show them that it's there. I'll just give them the little hit right. or grab the elbow and bring it up a little bit and let them know that it's there. And it go, kind of maybe goes unspoken. And in some cases they go, oh, and I'll be like, yeah, hey, you got to watch that, you know? Right, and then, right. okay, let's keep on going. So I don't, I'm not like breaking wrists. Right. <laughs> I'm not looking, You're not like, that guy. whose wrist is going to go today, you know? But I like wrist right. <laughs> So, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, a little striking will help you. You don't yeah. need a lot. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, Wing Chun, you know, creates very fast hands, works on your speed. Yeah. It, it's a good art. It's fun. You know, yeah. I, I, as a martial artist, I like going into my gym or any gym for that matter and, and have different things to train. Not every day I want to get smashed. You know, somebody it's on top hard. of me, you know, it, it's tough, yeah. especially at our age. My age, our age, not your age, yeah. Milton. You're, he's 40. Leave me out of this, John. He, huh? Leave he's me a out lot of younger this. than us. But, uh, you know, every day is a little different. And, yes, some days when you have hard jiu-jitsu training, your body is sore. And you, yeah. you need to recover for a day or two. He's still got baby fat. That's that's what protects him. Is he? <laughs> I, had, I, I hope my wife doesn't hear this one. I rolled with a girl a couple of weeks ago. And she said... After we rolled, we got off, and she's talking to somebody else, and she's saying it in Spanish, and she didn't know I understood. And she was basically saying, like, oh, my God, he was so cuddly. Like, he's like he's like a big teddy bear. She was, I was just like, son of a fucking... What? what are you? Did, did you I'm not going to take it easy on you next time. Did you eat dinner that night? <laughs> I was no like, dinner oh, yeah, for me, honey. Yeah, I'm going to trim it all off. Um, that's, like, my biggest battle is just is I love... I don't eat bad food. I eat a lot of food. Mm-hmm. I I eat till I get full, and I've had to get that under control. But I've actually lost ten pounds That's in awesome. the last month. So I'm like, and I'm I on gained. a mission, and I gained. 10 pounds. <laughs> I'm on a mission to to get down. I'm uh, I'm about one thirty. I was uh, two forty four has been my heaviest. I'm down to about thirty four. Oh, nice. And I want to get into. I want to get around twenty five. Right, about two twenty five. You you be fighting heavyweight. Yeah, so, you know, when, boys I, out yeah, there. when Mount, I see those Mount big boys, right. I'm like, I would have to get, like, you know, I'm, again, I'm a UFC fan. I'd look at somebody, I'm like, they're like, at 205, I'm like, 205, 205. I outweigh that monster <laughs> by 30 pounds. I'm like, oh, Jesus, man, I couldn't, you know. That's too, I think my mic went off, did it? Did it? Testing? Oh. No, we're good? You're okay. okay. He might have just been messing. Okay. With uh, yeah. If they're 205, they're walking around like 230, 240. He did, he did get lower just in the headsets, Bo. I, I see it went down. Significantly, but go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was saying if he's 205, he's walking around at 235, 240. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, it's amazing. So, 
But so so let's talk about uh, UFC martial art. Let's talk about MMA in general. You've got like some a team going over there. No. You've got some some guys, some some amateur killers over there. A- amateurs, do you have anybody pro that yeah, changed the we gym have, yet? Yeah, we have both pro and the amateur, and uh, it's pretty exciting. And, and that's how it's funny because, uh, you know, coming in here, as I was driving in here, I was like, okay, you know what? We oh, wait a minute. I know those faces. I, I really didn't notice before. I know those faces. Yeah, those yeah. are the guys. That's right. That's that's my David guys. in the front. Wow, look at right? you. you know the I know name. David. I know David. Um, he, yeah, he's uh, he. We sent him a bottle of CBD one time. He won something for the oh, show. Did? Okay. And I know the two guys in the back are two of your coaches. Yes. Right. Yes, They're both correct. your coaches. Well, I didn't even. Can... I've been looking at your shirt, going, "Oh, that's kind of a cool shirt," but I didn't even see the faces. Oh, no, those are your guys. Pretty cool. Some we did with uh, XFN. Okay. Uh, they were like, "Hey, give us a couple of fighters. We'll put them make okay. a cartoon character." I was like, "You know what? Put it on there. It's very yeah. cool. Awesome." But uh, that's how big a role jiu-jitsu has played in my life and my martial arts career is um you know uh training and striking and when you're watching ufc's like man i gotta get that jiu-jitsu into my curriculum and yeah. as we start as i start learning jiu-jitsu we started learning putting everything together um uh, the way we used to fight it's very similar to muay thai it's called sand chow so we had Striking, punching, kicking, and takedowns. Mm-hmm. But we needed some. You ground stop. Skills. You stop. Sanchao. You stop on the on the ground. Yeah, yes. you stop. As soon as you, you go down, that that's it. You yeah. know, and that, um, that was uh like Kung Lee's a very popular Sanchao fighter. I okay. came from Sanchao and went in the UFC. So that's how we incorporated jujitsu into our program and into our training. And uh, it's um, you know, we have a fight team and. You know, if you live in South Florida, you know there are some high-level teams and coaches, yeah. and striking coaches, uh, BJJ black belts are everywhere, and yeah. the amateurs look like pros. So I'm very proud of my guys, and just very honored just to be a part of that community, to be able to yeah. compete in that in that uh, atmosphere, and just you know. You got some? Do you have the weigh-ins already, or are you going to the weigh-ins yeah, the, after the this? The weigh-ins are probably tonight? three o'clock. It's probably yeah. happening right now. Oh. I hope David oh. Camacho weighed in at one thirty-five. <laughs> no, he did. he did. He did. He did. <laughs> He did. We don't. We don't have a problem weight making weight with so professionals. Is are the fights tomorrow? Yeah, the fight is tomorrow. tomorrow. It's XFN. It's uh, up in West Palm Beach. Okay. And uh, David, he's uh, his first title fight. It's a title nice. match going for Good the luck, belt. David. Yeah. This Definitely. will come out after the fight. So. This will we'll come, come out, we'll come out on my, next Wednesday. So he'll, well, he'll congratulations, have fun. David. Congratulations the on the win, David. Oh, God, <laughs> or I can say, <laughs> God damn it, you better train harder next time. <laughs> so, so XFN out of you said West Palm Beach. Yeah, West Palm Beach. Okay, and a great, great organization. We fight for them a lot of, uh, uh, all the time. Is it all amateur? Uh, this one is mix? all amateur. Yes, all this amateur? one's all amateur. So there's, cool. there's a couple of title fights, and so exciting to have the guys in there because yeah. you know the the members. It's it's cool because at our gym we train different disciplines we have you know the wing chung um the trolley foot the muay thai mma and jiu-jitsu and the, the members get to see our guys fight using the techniques that we train in the class okay so i think you know for them it's, it's very cool so tell me the you know i've i've in your in the intro on the last episode we did together, I mentioned Troy Lafoot. Is that yep. how you say it? Troy I have no clue what that is, and okay. I didn't look it up. So shame well, on me. But no what, what did tell, tell me about that? That's well in Hong Kong, the two most popular styles were Wing Chun and Troy Lafoot. The Wing Chun we consider like a shorter distance, uh, close combat. Charlie Foot's a little longer range, okay. and Charlie Foot has a lot of the forms, the weaponry in it, and that's what I liked about Charlie Foot. Mm-hmm. I wanted to find a style back then that that I could compete with, mm-hmm. and it had the forms and weapons. I liked that, but they also um, the way they punch, they punch like boxers, they kick like tie boxers. So I like the fighting aspect of it, and I I learned about the style. Say that again. They do what like what they they punch like boxers and okay. they kick like tie boxers. Okay, gotcha. So very very similar, and 
I like that. So I incorporate that into, you know, my, my own training. So okay. that's what Charlie Foot is. All right. So do these like guys like David, I mean, this is this is the career? Do they does this, he this has is aspirations the yeah, to, this to, is the, to this be is in the, the UFC? Um, every one of them, they want to, you know, get there and, and work the way there. And the great thing is there is a roadmap to UFC now, right? I mean, it's tough. These are, these are the minors. These, these are, are the, the minors. These are the minor leagues. These, these are the minors. Until you get that call. And the bottom line is you got to win. Yeah. Are you a a fight fan? Are you a UFC fan? Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I didn't even get to look at the card because I, I just moved last week and then I was preparing for the podcast, so I haven't even looked at the card. Right. I just know the, the, uh, the, the main event. But are you a are you a fan? Are you someone that's like there's UFC on? I got to watch. No, no or... I'm not like that anymore. I used to be. Yeah. You know, when it started with when when the cages had our duct tape on it, I was a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> I was a huge fan. You know. But yeah. now it's like there's there's a lot of fights. But you know, I'll watch when one of the you know top fighters are fighting. Yeah. But yeah. But... That's I mean I I don't get to watch as much. And now that I've discovered competition jujitsu, and flow grappling. Right. Now it's like. There's, you could spend every minute of every day and not get to watch every fight or every competition. I think there's, you know, well, who's number one? Last night there was a uh, a fight to win. Right. There's uh, UFC. My wife will kill me if I watch all right. these. I, I've got to get up early in the morning and put it on like the next day when I'm eating breakfast before the girls wake up if I'm going to get it in. If I'm going to get to see everything right. that happened in any given well, weekend. I'm, yeah, I, I'm on Instagram a lot. So yeah. the flow graphics is always in my feed. And I once I see one video, right, I go, wow, that was a good good fight. Yeah. And I'll go to the next one. Next thing you know, an hour will go by and I'm watching just Jiu-Jitsu for an hour. That's that, that freaking. They, they, they call that the rabbit hole. <laughs> I, I'm actually with you on that one, you know, because yeah. you know, listen, the stuff that they do on there, you're just like, wow. Yeah. You know, the moves they do, and the, when the big guys go on it. Yeah. You know, it's awesome. If you're enjoying the show, please take a moment to help us thank our sponsors at FightbackCBD.com. Browse their website for a variety of applications. Find the one that's perfect for you. Get 20% off with coupon code JJD at fightbackcbd.com and check them out on social media at fightbackcbd on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, so when I discovered full grappling, I was just like, first thing I was like, what? $200, whatever it is, three years. That's I was right. like, what the? I, I had UFC Fight Pass. You know, you have Netflix. You have Hulu. All the, and I'm just like, I'm not, I, I refuse to add another one. Right. And then we started to get, have guests on the show that were competing. I'm like, I have to know this stuff. I, you know, I like watching jujitsu. I was just being, you know, it was like, I like training. Right. Um, don't love going to competitions, you know, like watching competitions, just sitting, it's like, oh, this can be a little bit boring. But now I, I do like kind of the submission only stuff more than anything. Because mm -hmm, it's I, fast. It's fast. You know, there's a little bit more incentive for them to like, I, I like the who's number ones. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I really do like those. Uh, I love fight to win as well, but um, now I'm a little bit more addicted to it, to the, <laughs> to the point where I might have the TV on like UFC and then like a fight to win oh, wow. <laughs> on a little like TV that. off to the side. <laughs> and like, I've had like literally like, uh, I don't, if you saw them out in the, in the main room, that we have the, TVs, uh, the old the TVs that we had, the monitors that we used to use the the, the have the logo scrolls on in the, in the studio. I'd have like I'd roll one out from the studio when it was at nice. the house, and I'd put it right next <laughs> to the TV. Okay, the app is on Flow and Roll, and then uh, Flow and Roll. Uh, that's a sponsor. Uh, and then I'd have the uh, uh, a app, have it on Flow Grappling. So nice, nice. Well, so, yeah. the production quality of these shows are, are awesome too. Yeah, you know how they're doing everything, the lighting and yeah. stuff, and I love it. I enjoy yeah. watching it. Speaking of which, let me give a shout out to some of our sponsors because uh, 
we couldn't do this without them. So real quick, so uh, thank you to DD214 Fightwear, at DD214 underscore Fightwear. Gear for the war on PTSD. You get 15% off your online order at DD214BJJ.com. Please check out their new Soul Armor Gi. It's not so new anymore. It's still on the website. It's an awesome gi. In the liner of this gi are the names of fallen soldiers. The oh, entire wow. liner. Like it's like that. all printed on the inside. It's really nice. cool. Um, link is in the bio to all of our sponsors. But again, you can check them out at DD214BJJ.com and use code JJD for 15% of your order. Don't forget that. Warriors Next Adventure. They are a veteran nonprofit helping veterans overcome PTSD, PTSD through recreational therapy. You can check them out at warriorsnextadventure.com. You can also donate on their site or follow them on Instagram, and you can donate there as well. Doing some really cool stuff. I, I just posted a really great picture of them. Uh, they went out on like a fishing trip. They have like some huge, uh, I'm not sure, I don't know my fish, but like a, it was either a tuna or a tarpon or something, just humongous, really? like nice. holding it up at his ch- chest. Uh, they were out there with uh, Chad Mendez, invited them onto a... Uh, to to an event and they went out. Wow, so a nice. uh, huge shout out to Flow and Roll. Flow at Flow underscore N underscore Roll on Instagram. Get 20% off your online t-shirt, rash guard, or key order with code JJD at flowandroll.com. As always, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share wherever you're watching or listening. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to click the bell <laughs> get, <laughs> get notifications each time Slick, we launch man. a video yeah the, the, we're high, this there. is high end here john it is this, this is, is like awesome end, this is like i thought i thought this was just for visuals 2.99 on amazon right here the table nipple you get a notification each time we launch a new video all right so back to the show everybody <laughs> So let's go. Let's go back to, to the marketing company. So I, I noticed. Uh, I, I don't. I guess you're, you're you're probably working with them as well. I saw a, a, a restaurant that you guys were working with. Yes, that's got a um, a launch this uh, this month. Um, I believe this is their anniversary. Okay, it's their yeah, anniversary. Yeah. Okay, it was uh, like a Chinese Latin Chinese uh, uh, it's fusion. Like they call it Asian comfort foods. My okay. friend uh, Temple Street Eatery in okay. Fort Lauderdale. Okay, you know, awesome. Listen, great food, great atmosphere. Go down and give yeah. them a try. It's our favorite I, restaurant. There was a, there's something going on August like 21st. Our there was an event. Geez. I saw it. Do you even know? <laughs> you know there was an he event. Pays attention. He, I see it. Well, I saw it and I said, "That's." I was like, "We're not filming that day." I was like, "Date night with the wife." Yeah. I guess take, they're gonna have some da- like Polynesian dancers there or something. I, right? I believe so. There's yeah, an event so, going. Yeah. Down. I, uh, I I was like, "All right, honey, you want to go to get?" Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, anywhere where I can put food in my mouth is great." I'm like, "All right, let's no, do it." <laughs> you enjoy it. My my yeah. favorite there is a shrimp dumpling. So you yeah. gotta get the shrimp dumpling. Ooh. So yeah. I like shrimp and yeah. I like dumplings. Oh, <laughs> I like food. Fresh. That's where we always go after. The weigh-ins. I take my guys there, uh, fuel up, you know, load up, get the pounds back. So you you talked about you know, and again, you know, my day job's in marketing. So you said you you generate a lot of leads for yourself with with like the videos, right? right. You're, you're using that for lead generation online. What are you doing for somebody like a restaurant like that? Like, how do you? Is it kind of still like video based? Because I, I see like real heavy well, on the video the side. Well, video, video, you know, video content is very important for us because yeah. uh, I believe in visuals. I believe you know showing the customers what your business is about from the outside and inside. But uh, yeah, generating leads. So it could be a restaurant business, could be a chiropractor. You know, we set up the landing pages, uh, mm-hmm. run the ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and make sure they have content. And you got to put out good content. Yeah. And I, and I kind of cut, I was, we started joking about the F and thing. What, the name of the company again, and your F5. company is F5. 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 Digital Market. But is it like EFF? Yeah, EFF. Yeah, re, we call it Refresh. You know, okay. we're going to call it Refresh. We're like, nah, that sounds like a jiu-jitsu team. Okay. 
<laughs> Recover. Recover. <laughs> so did you, you Broken. know, we're talking a lot about like the flow grappling. Did you ever think that jujitsu was going to blow up like this? No. I mean, you know, I came from um, watching the Gracies and being a fan of Gracies and where it's gone to now, it's amazing. Yeah. You know how everybody's into it. And, you know, one thing we talked about earlier, jujitsu practitioners are so dedicated. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, shows like this, I mean, I'll just yeah. watch all the time and go, oh, my God, I can't believe you know, yeah. so-and-so was on the show. But uh, it's a dedicated crowd, and I think it's just going to keep growing in popularity. You know, I've, I've talked about with the guys, because, again, my first love was really watching martial arts is like, how do we incorporate more MMA and other disciplines into the show? It's obviously jujitsu dummies, and it's mm-hmm. just like, it, jujitsu guys are ridiculously loyal to jujitsu. Yes. I told I said bougie on the last show with you. Um we're like we just think it's the best thing ever. And, <laughs> and I I still believe that. But I mean we're notorious for shitting on other martial arts. Let's say it like that. Like we just shit on them. Well, you did ask me on the yeah. last show. You go, "Listen, there's one martial arts you know that I had to train or have my kids train. It would be jujitsu." Yeah. I mean, you know, one-on-one there's there's no question about it. Yeah. What about what what would you say to somebody who's listening right now let's just say they don't do jujitsu a woman in her 40s sure i'm sorry you really I thought learn? you were talking like, about me man yeah <laughs> <laughs> like you know Dude, how do you get you, you, you've got a, a woman like that that's standing in front of you how do you how do you convince them do you convince them or maybe do you get them started in, in a di- in one of the other disciplines that's maybe not so i call it intimate right you know where she's you know, she sees these men rolling around like, you want me to do that with them? Nah, not for me. What's the conversation like with somebody like that? Well, the conversation, and and it's important because you got to find out what they want. And if you talk to them a little bit and ask them, hey, listen, why you train martial arts? Why do you want to train? And they say, I want to lose weight. You got to kind of ask, go a little deeper. Everybody has a reason. You know, the weight loss may be one thing, but it could be, you know, maybe she had an altercation. Maybe she was in a bad relationship. And so you got to find out a little bit. Some females come in and go, listen, I want to be able to defend myself standing up or defend myself on the ground. So right away, you know, put them in jujitsu, yeah. and they're gonna like it. Yeah, I'm still, you know, again, still trying to work on my wife. Luckily, my wife found uh, kickboxing, and she just loves it. She's at the house right now with a couple of girls she trains with. She's like, oh, you're gonna be out today? I'm gonna bring them over, we're gonna have some wine. I'm like, all right, good. I love that she found, she's passionate about something as passionate as I am about this, right. about jujitsu now, which she didn't. So it was really hard for her to understand my passion for this because she didn't have a passion like that. Her passion was taking care of her daughter, right. having a beautiful home and, and taking care of her daughter. And then as her daughter got older and she could kind of get away from the house a little bit, leave her home and go train, she found, you know, I'm ho- there's this little part of me that hopes that jujitsu will be next on that list. I remember what I told you about my daughter's playing at home. Yeah. My wife, same thing. She likes to kickboxing, and mm-hmm. I always ask her, hey, listen, come to jujitsu class. But it's a little tough for females sometimes yeah. going into that environment. It's mostly men on the mat. And even at my gym, there, there, is a lot of, there are a lot of females there. But I think she feels doesn't feel as comfortable. So at home... Yeah. I'll work with her, you know, we're going yeah. the, on the carpet and we're showing some arm bars, triangles, chokes, and they like it, Yeah, you know? And once yeah. you start teaching them technique, hopefully one day, you know, she'll decide, hey, listen, I like this. I want to train a little bit more. So like I was saying, I just moved, finally moved last week and we've always agreed. We have two car garage. We agreed I was going to get half the garage. Got For the Matt? 
the, the two boxes. Did you see the boxes out in nice. the hallway there that were right that's there? A, that's a victory. Yeah, so I got... Uh, I had brought them to put them in the studio. We were going to do something in here, but I'm going to take them home. We wanted to start to film some content, but I'm going to use them at the house, maybe do a little bit of filming, like TikTok stuff, and right, we, right. we launched that and stuff like that. So anyway, so, so happily, happily, she was, yeah, yeah. And she would put a bag in the corner for me. Yeah, great. You know, so now we're going to have, you know, mats and, and the gym on one side. And I'm hoping that's going to be the catalyst, that that's going to be the thing that where I can say, well, let's just do it there. You don't have to go to the class, but you've got this resource. That's right. Of somebody who I um, think I'm pretty good, at least for, you know, my weight and age. I, I love it. And I love teaching, so let me show you some stuff. I think in the back of her mind, there's this little part of her that thinks like, "Oh, I got to roll around with him. He's going to choke me. He's going to arm me." No, I want to show you the things right. that you could be using yourself. I think that she's not she's not seeing that yet. But hopefully, with the mats and it being right there in the garage, that she'll hey, come on, come out with me. I think that's so important, especially for females to learn how to fight on the ground. I mean, once a female member joins our our gym, we do we do encourage them. To you know, take all the classes. And one of which is always, you know, hey, listen, if you're only doing kickboxing or Muay Thai, try to try jujitsu, try it once or twice. It's not for everybody, but uh, once, if they like it and they have a great experience in it, uh, they become very dedicated to it. Yeah. And it becomes a passion, you know, like you and I, you know, how much we yeah. love it. They'll, they will start, you know, feeling the same way. Yeah. I think is awesome. Okay. How do you feel about, this is kind of the world, you know, this, the world went crazy the last couple of years, but, do you do anything with police officers or do you do any kind of training for law enforcement? Uh, we, we give them a discount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we give them a discount. Come we give them in. a first first yeah. responder discount. We, we yeah. have a lot of officers or people, first responders, firemen, you know, they yeah. can come train. And I mean, you know, for police officers, I think it's more, so important. And you don't even need to be like an expert at jiu-jitsu, right? Yeah. I, I think just some basic skills. Mm -hmm. You know, some understanding of, of, you know, control, all the positions. I think that alone will help somebody out on the street a lot. I watched a video yesterday of a female officer. She's basically has the woman's back, but you can tell she does not train because she's not like controlling her. And she's just got her like grabbed from the back and she fall. They wind up falling. Get, really, the other <laughs> there's another cop handcuffs another woman. Right. Horrible job of controlling her. And he winds up pulling the girl that they're the woman that they're trying to arrest down the stairs, but she's holding the cop's hair. She's got and he pulls them both down. Now, not only does he pull them down the stairs, but the cop is going face first because Holy she's crap. being her hair's being pulled. And I'm like, this how? And he's an older guy. She's a younger woman. I say she's probably in her 30s. He was well over 50. It's like, first of all, how do you not know at this age how to control that situation? That's right. You, if you're that age, you've obviously been, you're probably a, a police officer. I doubt you started late in life. So you've probably been an officer for 10, 20 years, decades, and you don't know how to control the situation. And then he he pulled his own partner down the stairs because she was having her, and I was wow. just like, "This is this is like the textbook example. This is this is what you put on the poster or in the video presentation right. for why somebody, why the police department should be should be, you know, uh, 
you're teaching jujitsu. I mean, it's really the perfect answer if you think about it, right? You know, you teach kids, hey, when you're in when you're in school and you get bullied, don't punch them, don't hit them, take them to the ground, put them inside control, and negotiate and say, hey, listen, yeah. I'll, I'll let you go. Yeah, you know, if you don't do this anymore. I don't understand why they don't teach that to, you know, officers on the street when yeah. it's, it's, uh, you're, it's not, you're not going to hurt them. You're not punching them, but just hold them on the ground, just position. Yeah. I think I, I've heard two things from police officers, money, the department's having to spend the money. How do you compensate somebody? Because if they're training, like you've got to compensate them for the time. Do you let them train outside? Mm-hmm. Do they get points or get compensated for right. training in other places? Do you do it? in-house do you make it mandatory um do you just leave it up to them like but right. typically it seems to be about the money more than yeah, anything but there's, there's a lot of instructors out there that would be willing to volunteer their time yeah i know that for i know that for a fact yeah you know, one of uh, uh my my best friend mario curdielis he's uh, one of the black belts that teach and he always he's a homeland security and he always offers to teach any of his uh, uh associates jujitsu yeah you know it's I think it's a shame that it's taken this long, but there seems to be some light at the end of this tunnel like that, you know. I think uh, we had um, uh, Jason from Jiu-Jitsu 5 mm-hmm. He's a great, if you, if you ever get a chance to follow him on, on Instagram, uh, it's Jiu-Jitsu 5 underscore the letter O. And he does like these amazing lives. He'll do a live. Mm-hmm. And then people are able to ask questions, and it's usually about how to subdue a suspect, how to put the cuffs on, you know, oh, jujitsu nice. related. They're like in their that. gi, and you know, uh, one of them recently was, "What do I do if somebody grabs my my bulletproof vest from the back? Like, if they grab me, what would I do?" So they usually do these lives, and then he cuts them into smaller content to re-air them, essentially, right? To put them on as their own clips. Right. So incredible content. Oh, that's so awesome. I love it. One of the things he said, which still resonates with me, was that. A wrestler, he said, a wrestler, a high school wrestler, gets more training in one week than a cop will get an entire year. Think about oh, the training, wow. just, you know, high school right. wrestler training a couple <laughs> hours maybe, you know, after school or, you know, an hour, hour and a half. He's getting more training in one week than a cop will get all year in any of his defensive tactics, anything wow. really physical. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's, That's right. a problem because you're not keeping yourself in shape. I think, you know, doing jujitsu is going to force that overweight cop to keep himself in, sh- in shape because I'm going to have to go do jujitsu and I'm going to look That's like right. a fool over here. Um, but, and then, you know, I think once you start doing it, you realize, wow, this is amazing. I think that there's a, again, I'll, I'll, I'll based on what he told us is they're not getting paid to do it. So they've got to do it on their own time. Mm-hmm. So then it's so like, that's a problem. why am I going well, yeah. to do this for my job? Well, you could save your own life. You could save your life, the life of your partner. So you should be doing this. But I think the only thing that's going to change is that the people that are against it are going to age out. That mm-hmm. people like him are going to be the new sergeants, lieutenants, captains, you know, commissioners who are going to be making those decisions. And they just got to get rid of the people that don't understand, essentially, not rid of, but, you know, they'll retire, right, right. they'll age out. And, and at that point, it's going to make it easier to make those kind of changes. But until then, I mean, it's not, you know. It's like Miami. Miami used to be very, very old. Mm. Right, old people come to. Now it's uh, young guys like you. Now, now it's uh, no. Now, now you go outside and everybody's fit and they're working out and they're running. You know, the only running that used to happen in Miami, you know, (laughs) (laughs) running from the cops. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, 
I mean, it's it, it's, it's hard. True what but, you're saying, a new generation yeah. comes in and brings in this whole motif of being fit and you know training and doing something. Is, yeah. You know, we're in the '70s. We were just you know like yeah, bruising babes, man. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I I I talk about it a lot because my father was a cop. Okay. And I mean, he kept himself in decent shape. wasn't like a weightlifter, but he'd run, uh, jump roping. Um, but I can't remember him ever talking about training defensive tactics right, as an right. ongoing continuing education. Doesn't exist. Well, I think things are changing. You're probably right. You know, mm-hmm. the the trend is that they need to learn better, at least some sort of basic hand to hand combat. Yeah, you know, control or or something. I think they 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 all benefit from it, yeah. and if it's a budget problem, I mean, they, they got to fit it in. I saw we 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 saw a video. Same thing when we were talking to Jason. He had a video posted on his YouTube, and it was like all of the things that are the strongest positions that we understand are the strongest positions to subdue somebody were all against the law, like a knee, really? like a knee on belly, a That's knee on the chest, the uh, mounting. Literally sitting on them and mounting because of the pressure. Like, could they? Could you stop their breathing? Or, right, right. Which is ridiculous to us again, or to somebody who knows how to train. You know, I'm. I know how to control somebody. I'm not going to crush them. You know, yeah, I could put my weight on them. That's right. But I'm not going to be able to. I'm going to. Not going to kill. I've never killed anybody. You know, with any belly. You know, <laughs> I, we did an episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we did an episode where we talked about neon neck. It was. Like one of my favorite positions, it was kind of like a neon belly. Uh, you could do a neon like sternum mm-hmm. or the other like, neon belly here, and then just transition to a neon neck. And like I'm not crushing his neck most of the time. Actually, I'd be like on the jaw, and it was more pain than right. sticking my knee into their neck. But it was a control position for me. Okay, oh, this guy's about to get away from me. Let me switch and and just get it here. He starts thinking about that, and then maybe I get back to my. Right. A, a good neon belly, um, and, you know that was you know that now that's like you can't you say yeah. neon neck and you know where your your mind goes right to something else and I'm not saying that that was right and what happened but you know we with the episode we talked about neon neck done correctly wow. was like the what we called the episode because uh, it was just like yeah that's not the way that it was supposed to be done and not for that long I'm not mm-hmm. obviously not going to be a neon neck on my partner for nine minutes right you know? exactly but um, yeah you know I, I, I wish that it I wish that that changed I hope that it changes faster well I, I think th- I think we'll both agree it's, you know being an officer is very challenging especially yeah. today you know yeah. I mean when you're saying that all these positions you know we can't do and they're illegal yeah I mean what do you do you yeah. sit out and you can't while, joke while, yeah while can't. you're having a confrontation you go okay which one was it that I couldn't do yeah I mean, it's like uh, us training going, hey, listen, no knee on belly, no choke, uh, no knee bar. And then you, you just, oh, no jujitsu. Right. You're saying, what you know you're what? Saying is, One hand to choke. Yeah. Well, like no chokes, no rear naked chokes, which is like, if I had a suspect that was flipping out, choke I'm probably going to yeah. choke him yeah. out. Put him Let him put him to sleep. I know he's going to be okay. Let's get the cuffs on him, restrain him, and then he's going to wake up, you know. 20 seconds, 30 seconds later, if that. Right. And now he's completely subdued. You have the right to remain sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, again, it's it's just, it's a situation where the people that are making the decisions don't really understand it. And again, that's why they have to age out, that they just have to kind of be gone mm-hmm. and and kind of um, make way for, for some new thinking. I think Henner and, and Hedon are doing a great job. They're doing an awesome job. Do you watch, oh, listen, you watch I, any of those I'm videos? A huge, I'm a huge fan of what they put out. Yeah. You know, I like how they narrate all, all the different scenes, and yeah. they're 100% right. Yeah. I mean, he's been, like, shouting from the from the rooftops. And um, 
and he's getting like I saw a recent video where he's like, we got we got a we you know a department we got right. a department that's committing to to doing this. I mean, he went as far as laying out like the structure. Like if okay, you're worried about the money. Well, you do this, do this, give them points for this, give them pay for this. Um, right down to I think he even went to like talking about the cost of not doing it versus like, what if doing you get to, okay you worried about the cost but then there's a 20 million dollar lawsuit because you killed somebody when it could have been prevented that's right i mean so it's just like it's freaking it just makes too much sense yeah you know no. so the way he laid it out i don't did you he came out with like the video that he came out with when he was first mm-hmm. like preaching it did yep, you, did yep, you see I that saw video that, yep. it was like i think it was like a 15 20 minute video or something that he did but it was it was amazing it was just like this just makes too much sense but you know uh, let's get into uh, to some of our speed round questions again. I don't uh, call it a speed round, but they're they're not as necessarily. A, I don't have to answer the really really anymore. So some of these, the th- some of these let's get again. A lot of people <laughs> didn't maybe hear the episode you were on last, so uh, we'll go through this some of these one, questions. This is called the we'll speedo elaborate. round. The speedo round, where the speedo you round? put on a G string oh, <laughs> and ask questions. So what do you, what do you prefer training? Are you like a gi or no gi guy? If I had a choice, I train gi. Yeah, you know, but I, oh. I like no gi. You know, I, I train with the the fighters, so it, of course that's no gi. Yeah, I think there's benefit in both, but you know, personally, if if you say, hey John, let's go train right now, I go okay, yeah. let's go get our gi. Yeah, wait, you in, uh, when you're training with the, uh, the 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 MMA guys, are you putting on gloves too? Do you guys like yeah, yeah, you, you put train on gloves, with like yeah. the four ounce, the yeah, yeah. bigger one, like so they can grab, right? That's right. Are exactly. you? Are you throwing? Are you, do you do? Throw, like, I don't throw punches at them. I don't want to hurt them. You know, well, they, I don't want them to hurt me either. These, yeah. You know, when you train with these guys, are all in their early twenties. Uh, you know, they're pretty, pretty rough. Yeah. You know, but um, no, it's good. It's it's it keeps me young, man. Yeah. Training these guys. That's awesome. So, take down a pull guard. What type of guy are you? Take down a pull guard. Yeah. In the street or on no, the no, mat? Training. 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 No, I'm, this guy I go, in the street. Well, you got <laughs> you got there's different different things you use. You know, different techniques for no, different you know, situations. Just, you know, training in the gym. Right. What, like, what's your go-to? Well, with you, I don't think I would pull guard because I think you would smash my guard and try to pass me. <laughs> when he said, you know, I'm looking at Milton, I'm going, you know what? I'm not pulling guard. Crush, kill, destroy. I, Crush. I, yeah, um, I get that. Right? You get that a I lot. Get that a lot. <laughs> I understand it, and I do get a lot of people saying that. To they, me. they say size doesn't matter. It's bullshit. Funny, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, when what do you think about that? Like, on you. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm at my best in my jujitsu when I'm also doing weight training. Like I said, I, you know, I'm training three or four days a week, but sometimes mixed in that I'm going to the gym and doing weights. Right. Not doing heavy weights anymore. I find that I recover faster, and I feel like my jujitsu is better because my grips are tighter. I can pull. I just feel stronger. I just feel good. About, I'm like, wow, I feel good about myself, my my training. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, funny enough, let's go back to the takedown pull. I'm a guard puller. I prefer to pull. Um, I don't know if you know anything about my coach Felipe. He's like a he's a lockdown guy. Right. So he's been a lockdown guy. So I love the lockdown. Now I, I you know look smash and pass. Most guys are smaller than me, so I'm a complete dick if I correct. run them over. Correct, that's, correct. So I, I really I will pull guard. I'll let them work, especially if they're smaller than me. But it gives it gives me you know I'm not going to be the asshole smashing them, and I get to work on the lockdown. I love the lockdown, and I'm like playing mm-hmm. with. We played with it a lot today. The other day, my professor walked by me. He's like, "There's oh look at Milton. There he is in a the lockdown. Oh, Who would have thought?" 
You know, it's like I'm always it's lockdown in North South. If I'm on top, I'm going to try for the North South. But I'm really, truly like trying to take kind of like that that 10,000 time mantra. The right. If I do it 10,000 times, I'm going to become an expert at it. That's right. So I'm like when I pull, I'm, I'm usually doing lockdown. And if I'm on top, I'm no matter where I am on top, I'm going to work towards a north south finish right yeah no so, I'm, I'm definitely a poor guard guy yeah 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 if if it's a bigger if a bigger stronger guy i'm like we're gonna fight we're fighting for the top because that's i'm right. not gonna it's nothing sucks more than being on, well, that, on, that's under why a bigger guy it's interesting you say that you know because when i see a lot of you know when i see them training and there's a lighter guy you know uh, uh rolling with a heavy i always yell hey listen get on top don't let him get on top of yeah, you. yeah yeah it's tough you know when you have a big guy who has skills you know, size does matter a little bit. It, it's hard, and then and again, and then but that's where like I'm more comfortable. If I'm weight training, I feel a little more comfortable to hold them off or maybe shrimp out, recover my guard. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm I prefer to pull guard right now because I'm playing with the lockdown. Right, right. But again, I'm usually not going to pull guard on a guy that's bigger than me. That's just You're smart. It's that's funny how the big guy says the guy's bigger than me. You know, they'll be like, "Hey, man, he's big." And you're like, "Dude, you're like 230 pounds, and he's too." Yeah. It's I funny get, they always say the big guy. I don't get to say it too often. My very first training partner, I had, I had one of my training partners at my first gym, first jujitsu gym, was 400 pounds. Wow. He's a big, very large man. Skilled. Only skilled other too? guy ever. Uh, no, he was he was white belts, right. but. You, you can't you pull this guy on top of you you're gonna you're gonna get smart. and you know we we worked on a lot of positions we'd have to figure out like how it worked for him and 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 it worked he, he trained jiu-jitsu he, it worked for him um i told you when i came back from the pandemic i'd see these guys that were like 200 plus pounds but like solid, solid. like what we talked about that 205 ufc fighter right. i'm like i'm 230 and he looks like he's twice my size well, I walked into a gym full of guys like that. I was just like, you know, okay, they may be a little bit lighter than me, but like a lot more 200 pounders. We also had Raul, who was one of the original kind of group of of, uh, of co-hosts mm-hmm. uh, when we were just doing roundtables, even before we had guests on. Uh, he was easily 265, 275. Wow. Solid. You know, big, you know, beefy dude, a guy that worked out, you know. A little bit older, so you know, kind of, you know, a little bit, a little bit heavier, you know, like get that the old man gut. At white, I was a blue, maybe getting to my purple. He was a white belt, and he would get on top of me, and I'd be like, "This, I'm, That's I'm right. done here, man." If he got me in a good side control, mm-hmm. I mean, he may not have been able to finish me, but there was no way that I was getting out from underneath him. Yeah. So we, those big guys, we have feelings too, John. That's right. We have That's right. Big guys. Big guys need love you know, too. You're speaking your professor. I hung out with him. I, I know Felipe. He's a very, okay. very nice guy. And um, I, I forgot. Don't lie. I, you don't have to no, lie. No, no, no. Felipe is a cool guy. Listen, <laughs> I, I like Felipe a lot. And I believe we're in New Orleans, and we're hanging out one night to dinner. He goes, "You want to go out dinner?" We went out to dinner, and you know, we got we're in Louisiana. What a big dinner! And then when dessert came, you know, I'm like, "Give me the dessert menu." And he's like, "All right, I don't really do dessert." I'm like, what do you mean? I go, we're in Louisiana. I go, come on, ice cream with, with brownies. Let's get it. Yeah. And he agreed. You know, he's like, man, that was good. Yeah. Like, super nice guy, Felipe. Yeah, he's a, he, uh, I don't know how long ago that was, but he's a vegetarian now. He's well, a, I didn't say I he ate he, meat, but he, oh. you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I was going to say, let me see. Is he, does he consider himself a vegetarian? Or what's the other word? Um, I don't know how strict he is. Uh, vegan. Vegan, I think okay. he's a vegetarian. Okay, slight like okay. difference there, right? But now, I know he's very. Uh, he watched what, what. Yeah, he he's you know he's tr- he's. I tell you, like he doesn't he doesn't do weights. It's all jujitsu. That's, that's amazing. He's just no weights. Doesn't run. 
No cardio program. Nothing, just straight jujitsu. He's just jujitsu all day, but he's he's typically teaching what five or six classes a day from like the kids kids to adults at night. Right. I know, uh, I know got, he trains a lot. He goes down south and trains. Then he goes to Miami. Uh, you know, there's some animals in that gym too. He goes to the like he goes to the pro train. Like when you say, okay, you can go to Miami and train. Right. And then there's going to Miami and, and doing the pro training with the Gilbert Burns and the the Wagners oh, yeah. and the Cyborgs and the, the the Ninos. I mean, those are that's that's, that's murderous row. Yeah, yeah, murderous that's murderous right. row. And then and then they have visitors come in who are like UFC fighters and you know got a, a, a fight to win coming up. Like and these guys, these guys are and. You know he's 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 done a couple of fight to wins. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's awesome. Under, we I, I messed with him a little bit. Undefeated, undefeated, three zero. He got everybody a, with the lockdown. Yep, he's Everyone. Su- su- super nice guy. I like yeah. him a lot. You know, it's uh, funny you say you lift weight. You know, I for me, I have to lift weights too. I, yeah. I don't like it. You know, you feel I, like you recover. I feel like I recover yes. better and faster. When I'm working out, I, I feel the same thing. I think for my joints too, as well. When I don't lift, I miss like two weeks. You feel a little weaker. And, you know, in jujitsu, you don't want to lose strength, even yeah. though you're not using the whole time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, working out and you're lifting weights. I, I like the machines, it works better for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely part of my training, you know, with, with yeah. uh, martial arts and, and weights. And now, again, I just moving. I mean, I, through the pandemic, I got rid of my, you know, other gym memberships other than, than jujitsu. And now that we've got a really nice gym inside the community awesome. in like a community center. So now I'm like, oh, you fuckers are in trouble now. That's right. <laughs> and, and the mat in the garage. Mat in the garage. Oh, yeah. I've been dying for this. I've been dying to have some, some mats Listen, at home. Listen, we'll put you in a, in a fight next. Yeah, it's okay. No. Listen, if I, didn't have to, if I didn't have a nine to five, I would at least, I would try be wanting time. to compete. No, I, just compete jujitsu, yep. not, yep. not get into an MMA cage. I, that. Yeah. My wife wouldn't allow that. <laughs> I wouldn't get pre- my permission slip is not getting filled out for that one. So uh, you have a uh, you, you watch. So you said you still watch UFC. Yeah, You're I watch not, when like, the big fight comes okay. in. All right. You have a who's your like favorite competitors? You have like a, an all time who's your goat? Who's my goat? Well, I had a lot of them. I, I watched, you know, but I, I definitely. Uh, you know, I like Dustin. You know, I think he's a great. Oh, he's I think he's great for the sport. Oh, he, he did a video. He, he did a video oh, really? with him. He uh, before what was it? Sub was Substars. Thing. Substars before Substars went out their last event. Oh, nice. He was supposed to be on the card, and then he wound up getting hurt. But he went to American Top Team and he filmed oh, nice. up there. Yeah, we did a little five minute like a promo. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I think he's good for the sport. I, I like how he you counted guy, the whole yeah. Connor thing on the media. I thought first cool time, thing. the first fight, man, he really let it get to him, and you yeah. could see it. And this time out, but he's then just he like, figured yeah, out whatever, man. It's I a bunch am. of it's shit all my talking. Games. I'm, not, yeah. I'm not falling for this this time, and you know, and that, I'm not that's why he had that smirk the whole time. That that's right. He's got a cool yeah, smirk. He goes, he's like, oh, this is what, shit talking. This is. But the know. first fight, he really let it get to him. He tried to come back and combat it, and you know, he's got his foundation. I think he's a good guy. He's got the hot sauce. I think I don't know if the hot sauce benefits the foundation. Right. Yeah, solely. Um, he's a cool guy. He does. Yeah. yeah. He he's always telling me he's like you got to get Dustin Poirier. Get I'm Dustin like, yeah. I was like now that he's if, now that he's got McGregor. It's as easy you know. as you think to just get a UFC <laughs> no. fighter to come on your podcast. That's right. right. You know, well, well no, you never know. You just ask. Yeah. No. Well, he knows. Yeah. He knows our name. You know what? What's ha- like? Uh, our guest list has almost always come, come from the show. like <laughs> Roberto mentioned something. Mentioned you. Right. Mentioned Big J. Big J. Knows Wagner. He commented on something. I said, "Hey Wagner, you want to come on the show?" That's how that happened. Awesome. Um, 
uh, do you know like Muhammad Ali, the 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 jujitsu guy from Brazil, mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali? Um, he knew he knew Jay too as well. He commented. He reposted the 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 oh, you know the, awesome. the posting for questions. I said, hey, next time you're in Miami, you want to come? And she's like, absolutely. absolutely. That's the way it's happened. It hasn't been like, oh my God, who are we gonna have on the show next? It's people I want to talk to that I find interesting that I think we're gonna have a good conversation with. And a lot of times it's been like, hey, you should meet this guy. Oh yeah. Oh, hey, John, he's pretty cool. That's awesome. You know, oh, Big J, Wagner, you know. Um, sometimes I just reach out to somebody. Like, hey. And that shows you the you camaraderie the of jiu-jitsu. Well, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, jiu-jitsu. Exactly. So, you know, like, um, never been, like, scared to ask anybody to come on the show, you know. But, uh, you know, sometimes people are busy. They're not around. The only thing that holds us up now, in a good way, is that I want them to come in. So when somebody mentions somebody that's like across the country, like we have somebody, I'm not going to mention his name. We've, we, we're talking to somebody to come on the show and he's like, do you have any gyms down there where I could do a, a seminar? Mm-hmm. He goes, if that helps me for the trip, he's like, maybe I could just, 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 you know, give me a gym in your area or your gym, you know, tell me right. the gym that you train in and maybe I can come down and I can do something and, uh, you know, it'll pay for my trip. Right. And, and yeah, I'm going to make a couple of bucks and Hey, I know some other gyms in Florida. I'll call the other gyms, but you know, anybody local. And I set him up with one of our co-hosts who owns a gym and, and we're talking about it now. So that's awesome. That's great. But I, but I would have done the zooms before I would have just said, hey, let's do it on zoom. I like the zooms. I don't love the zooms. I love this. I love coming that's in, right. looking you in the face, meeting you and talking about jujitsu. It's, uh, I've, uh, I've had somebody on the show, seen them less than a week later at a fight to win and like it's not the same it's not this we didn't get to shake hands and and chat for a little bit before the show it's it's a different kind of uh relationship that gets formed right i just i love this version of it more so that's the only thing that holds us back is hey when are you going to be you want to come on the show when are you going to be in miami when's the next time you but they with the fight to win they they always they're going to be here yeah you know we're the mecca of you know jujitsu and mma and ufc fighters at american top team so it can happen but i've just kind of let it happen organically i'm not on my phone every day going like oh my god who's going to be on the show next we've got a good roster of people that are going to come on it's not always the most famous person in jujitsu it's just somebody I think we're gonna have a good conversation with. That's that's how I like to do it, at least. Maybe well, I'm wrong. It's, it's, a, it's a great podcast. I'm a Thank huge you, fan of it. Thank you. Um, okay, Thanks. so let's. Uh, we got a few more questions here. So, uh, other than achieving the rank of black belt, what is your ultimate goal in the world of martial arts or jujitsu? Where would you like to see yourself in another ten years? In the world of jujitsu, I just want to get better. You know, when yeah. when you get you know to my age every day that i could get to walk on a mat is a success and every day i get to walk out healthy is it's another success yeah and the way i feel like you know when i'm done training i have a good session in walk out man i'm ready to hit the day have you ever had any major injuries that um, kept you off the mat? well not really i've been i've been pretty lucky i mean you know a little pull muscles here and there but no no major injuries yet yeah. and uh you know i, I just want to train yeah. I just want to train. How how many days a week do you train? I mean, you own the gym, right. but do you actually are you training every single day? Yeah, I, I train. I own the gym. I train at my own gym. I also train with uh, Bowie and his team at uh, Carlson Gracie Miami. I okay. make a trip down there. You know, great. Uh, is that great. A, is that essentially like your professor? Yeah, or master? Yeah. Right, that's yes. the guy that's yes. putting your belt on. That, on that's you. correct, and uh, it's a great atmosphere. There, you know, I love uh, all their, their team. They're very open to me coming in, yeah. and uh, it's just uh, it's. it's it's uh, it's great, you know. I go there, drive down, I train, I go home. I'm happy. I'm ready to go. If I drop dead on the mat, when I die, if I drop dead on the mat, I feel like I would have lived a good life. 
That's right. And I almost did. My <laughs> both of my heart attacks happened the the, the day after back to back the same like night and then the morning were after training. Oh wow! And I had okay. a heart attack. So oh, wow. if I you know I say it jokingly, but if I was in the gym and I dropped dead, hopefully when I'm 90, right. I will feel like I've lived a good life. You know. That's right. That's right. So what do you say to somebody who wants to to open a gym? You know, I know it's difficult. Like when somebody right. asks, I'll, 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 let me say it this way: when somebody asks me about starting a podcast. The first thing I tell, they ask me for advice. And the first thing I say is, don't start a podcast. <laughs> That's my first Why do you advice. say that? Because I don't think people truly understand what it takes for it to be successful. So I say, don't start a podcast. But I know you're not going to listen to me. So now I'm going to tell you how I did it. Not to give you the, I'm going to tell you how I did it. The money that we spent. I tell them the numbers that I was spending per month to get this going. And they usually go, Okay, I'm not, I guess right. I'm not going to do that. And I say, but okay, look, I'm telling you the things that I want you to be scared of because I want you to understand. But my my advice now is start on Instagram and Facebook Live. Sure. Start there. Build a little bit of a following. Start there. Get comfortable. Make sure you're comfortable. Why would you invest? Like, you don't have to invest in all the equipment that we have here, but mm -hmm. start there. Don't invest too much into it. Get some people to to be your guest and see how you like it. Watch it yourself. Watch it back and see if you like it. That's so good that's advice. My, that's my advice there. But I usually try to scare them about it. Not because we're worried about competition. Because there's been you know different types of podcasts. It's not always a judicial podcast. But I usually start telling them, don't do it. Don't do it. Here's why. Or unless you know you have a budget to do this. And no one, a famous person's never asked me, hey, I want to start a podcast. But I tell them, the people that have, I say, unless you have a famous person in that world that's going to bring people in... It's going to be very difficult. Most podcasts last under 20 episodes. I think it's actually the number's like under 14. That's right. We're at 50 over two years. Wow. You know, some people do. That's you know, awesome. But some people are in the hundreds in a year. But if you look at the numbers, you also see it's like they're pumping out content because they think they have to pump out content. But are they pumping out the right content? Correct. That man over there convinced me that we have to pump, we have to put out the right content. So it can be two a month, three a month. Good stuff, things that people want to hear, guests that they want to to hear about or, or mm -hmm. hear from, and it, it's worked for us. So, but now I'll ask you your question about a gym. Cause you kind of smiled when I first said it. So I said, let me, <laughs> let me know what I tell, don't do it. <laughs> Cause it's no, I, hard. no I, I don't tell people not to do it, but you know, I, I do get that question a lot. You know, yes. Some of these other uh, instructors, what they want, they want to open their own gym. Well, first and foremost, it's a business. It doesn't matter what yeah. level martial arts you are. Yes. If you have a reputation, it's going to be easier. You're going to get your crowd, but everything it's a business and you have to understand sales. You have to understand marketing. You have to understand customer service so mm -hmm. until you understand those elements you know i wouldn't suggest opening gym you know go teach somewhere go work somewhere but learn the business yeah learn, learn the, the business and especially now with uh, social media how important it is and, and how that is part of our marketing mix it is so important and um you know it listen i'm very blessed i'm lucky to have you know to be able to do what i love and just like we talked about yeah. today about you know working in the martial arts and, and getting on the floor helping people teaching people the fighters i mean i just get such a kick out of it <laughs> how did you get people in the gym before the days of social media because that's just weird for people now right it's like well let me look up on google that was that's the yellow pages now right, right? look look up on google check out the reviews and then maybe i'll stop by or you're getting targeted by an ad 
That's How right. did you do it in the in well, the olden days? Well, you, you know, there's it was yellow pages, which I freaking hate. Yeah. You know, every year they come in, you have a business card size ad. This year is going to be six hundred. Next year they come in, they're going to say seven hundred. Mm. So you know, brochure. If you're lucky, it only went up. Yeah, exactly. It was the worst. I was so happy when when I realized that we didn't need yellow pages anymore. Yeah. But yeah, you know, traditional print ads and just having a good reputation, you know. Yeah. But now with social media, you can pretty much. I mean, it's. We talked about early before yeah. before we got on is how important it is and how much you can do on social yeah. media and having a guy like him who has a vision and putting out great content like like you guys do it's it's that's yeah. the secret that's yeah the secret so it's it's not for every, I, I never again I never I'm not shitting on somebody's dream when I say that I want them to really understand again I tell them don't do it in the beginning but then I give them the roadmap then right, I do right. tell them and these days again I, I usually say start on Instagram. Start on Facebook and see if you like it. You may feel uncomfortable on camera. You may feel like, oh, my God, I was searching for my words. Uh, uh, I, I had an outline and I strayed from it and it, all this was bad. Like, see how you like it and what better way than amongst people that you know, right? right? Your right. followers, people that, you know, maybe you train with if it's jujitsu. And, you know, again, that's that's been my advice lately. And uh, nobody that I know has started a podcast. No, right? <laughs> you scare them all away. Hey, man, good job. Nobody started a podcast. He scared all the competitors yeah. away. So, craziest thing that's ever happened to you in the gym? Anything crazy? Again, I don't, I don't remember if we asked that question last time. What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you in the gym or training Shit, on the mats? I got my nose broken one time. Ooh, yeah. The guy next to me. Actually, he's one of my assistant instructors, Roland. I think he got swept and went right on my nose. Foot, foot hand? Foot, uh, foot, foot yeah. went in my nose, you know, and they Ooh. stick the thing up and they crack it back. That was like, Ooh. ever since then, I'm like, oh, so... Worry about my surrounding. Yeah. My you know, eyes but, just watered. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't really hurt that bad, but it was just like thinking about, you know, now I, when I roll now, I think about it. I was like, oh man, you know, I got to get yeah. away from everybody. But that, that's about it. Yeah. You know, nothing crazy. How, how many, how often do you train jujitsu specifically during uh, any given week? Um, probably two, three times a week. Two, three, times. three Threes are very good. You know, it's a good thing for us. Your gym and going down to Carlson Gracie, yes, or yes. that's a mix yeah, of, both. of both? Both, both. Okay. I wish I can get down there a little bit more, but you know, you have your business, kids, and everything. Yeah. So I try to sneak it in, and you know, when and sometimes when I'm teaching in class, I'm like, right, go and roll, go and roll, and yeah. you just gotta motivate yourself. And once you get in, you're good, right? Yeah. And, you know, once you get warmed up, I mean, you're like, oh man, I'm so glad I came in to roll. I I, t I told my wife this the other day, because you know, there's, there there are memes that that kind of talk about this. The second I, I could be exhausted, I could be tired. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to go. And I go in the bathroom, put on the rash guard, and it's fuck mindset changes. Yeah. You just like, I, it's right. like putting on your armor. And there, you put, you know, not putting on the gi at the house usually. So I might put on my gi pants, but if I put a rash guard on, and then it's just like, yeah, That's we're right. about to do this. That's right. We're going, we're going. So I better, I, I better wake up. But I, there's just, just this moment of like a light switch goes. I'm just like, yeah. Well, listen, it's, it's, it's pretty, DJJ is pretty badass. I mean, think about it. You know, you go on there, you know, you could, you could go grapple somebody who's 30, 40, 50 pounds stronger, bigger than you, and, and you can control the opponent. I think there's something special about that. Yeah. You ever have anybody just come into like, you know, like the Gracie Challenge kind of kind of days. You ever have anybody that's just come in and been like, you know what? Give me a brown, give me a black belt. I, I get that question from my friend, and yeah. we really never have. I, I don't yeah. know why. I mean, I had a car wash guy one time challenge me. I said, <laughs> man, I got pissed off because I was in class, you know. And he's like, man, I used to train Taekwondo. I'll kick your ass. You know, kung fu's no good. I was I like, you know what? I'm gonna cars. go out go out there and wrestle with him. You know? <laughs> I but, do. I it's. 
it's funny. I, I, again, telling my wife these stories that I've heard from people. It, once people know that you do martial art or any type of martial art, everyone's done martial arts. That's right. right? Everyone's That's like, right. oh, I trained back when I was, yeah, That's you right. know. I was, and I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I don't mind talking martial arts with another martial arts, yeah. but when they when they give that story about, you know. Yeah, I trained when ago. I was 12. Yeah, I was trained when I was 12, you know. But, you know, I'm kind of quit, you know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Sometimes it's cool. I, one time when I was younger, I was over at my friend's house and we ordered a delivery. Right. Yeah. So we're all sitting there. I think we're, we're, you know, happy hour or whatever. And the guy who delivered, you know, came to deliver the food, they opened the door and the guy saw me, I guess he knew me and he bowed, right? Oh, my friends ripped me, you know, <laughs> like ever, ever since then, every time they see me, they do the bow. I was like, man, uh, I go, why the dude had to bow to me like this? Oh, know? I would have loved that. I would have that I'm in my house, up. you know? I would eat that up. My wife is always going, when am I going to have, when am I going to be out with you? And people start coming up to you and be like, can we take your picture? Aren't you the jujitsu dummies guy? And I'm like, stop it. You know? Listen, it's going to happen. I don't. I, I would love that day. I would love that day. If, I, I, if somebody came up to me and bowed, I, I, I would eat it up. No? I, yeah. would, <laughs> I would milk the I shit would out eat, of it. I would eat that shit. I was like, that's right. You better, you better bow. You better, you, better be, you better bow in front of me. Talk to the foot. Talk to the Talk foot. foot. <laughs> now, listen, people are going to see you. Today, I yeah. had a new guy on the floor, and he's he comes up to me. He points. He goes, you're, you're on the Instagram. I'm like, uh, yeah, it's our Instagram, you know. We Aren't film we ourselves all? all the time. But uh, yeah, it's it's amazing, you know. You're out here talking. You have no idea how many people you're influencing to train, yeah. you know, and, and motivating. Them. I hope so. I hope so. I, I, I'm, I'm I, pretty sure it's, you do. It's why I always like, no matter what we talk about, I usually try to um, ask questions about for those people that are thinking about starting, mm-hmm. or if somebody's got it on in the car with their kids or the wife. Or, like I do, I know from the questions that we get. I see the pictures on Instagram. It, like. I know who is listening to us. Right, I know right. kind of the level. Oh, that's awesome. It's always been so they're not, kind of they're like not... Our, our level are like purple and down and kids. Mm-hmm. So I know who's listening to us. It's why you know. I also, I, I curse a lot because I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm an idiot. But um, I, you know, try not to curse too much because I know that there are kids that listen to the show, and I know I have parents that would be like, yeah, oh, I haven't put it, I haven't put it on for them yet, like. They're going to let them watch it, but they haven't like so. Like, I'll get a comment like, "Hey, I watch the show, but I haven't put it on for my kids yet." I'm they're going to let them listen to it this weekend or something nice, like that. Nice. That's a great feeling. That's right. But it's why I ask some of the questions that I ask because these questions are meant to kind of hit those people that I know that are listening that are, you know, the blue belt curse. That's you know, right. we don't want them to drop off. Look, we've all been there. We've gotten hurt. Or he's gotten injured. I got, look, he's still here. You got a broken nose. He's still here. Like, there's a reason for some of the well, questions. But, you, know? you know, it's funny you say that. that that's always the challenge because. You know, jiu-jitsu is hard training. Like for it's me, every training session rolling now, it's hard. It's mm-hmm. difficult. It's not yeah. easy. And, you know, sometimes, you know, if I'm not, I'm, my body's not feeling good that day, I got to talk myself into it. So mm-hmm. Just go, just go, just get it started. And how do you feel at the end of that training session? Well, listen, there's never been one time I'm driving home and go, damn, I shouldn't, I shouldn't yeah. have gone train. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're driving home, you feel good. You're like, thank God I trained. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's some, I always feel better mentally, always feel better mentally. Um, I'll, I'm at the point where even if I had a bit, I'll, I'll just go hammer nail. Sometimes you hammer, sometimes you, mm-hmm. I have to tell myself that you were the nail today. That's great, but you're not going to let that happen again. Or you're going to, okay, go home, watch a video, pull up YouTube, this guy, you know, the counter to the move, the right. sweep that I should have done. I'll look for that stuff. So even after a bad session or if like, I feel like I got my ass handed to me mentally, my mind is clear from the day, from work, from relationships, you know, from the That's whatever, right. my, all those issues that I was worried about before. Tell my wife, you want to, you want something from me? If, or you 
We're about to have an <laughs> argument. Get me after I come home from jujitsu. That's right. This is a secret. You're gonna get exactly what you want. You're gonna win the argument, and that's it. Just I am at my like most level at that moment when I when I'm when I get home or when I leave the gym. I'm just like. I th- I moment. think all men would agree to that. <laughs> no, really. Listen, female, if you guys out there watching, get your yeah. men involved. No, really. Listen, we have testosterone. You know, I mean, you know, you're driving out there. You got road rage. Once I'm done training, there, there's yeah. no road rage. I mean, yeah. you know what? Whatever. Oh. You know, you know. I guys- drive like an old man. I drive like an old man for two reasons. I did get into a bad car accident, but the second reason is I don't. What am I hurrying up for right. to get there five minutes earlier? My wife, she'll somebody beeps at her. You know that the classic, the light just turned green and somebody beeps at her, uh-huh. and she's, she's like got, that. she's getting mad. <laughs> she's all pissed off. Why beeping? I'm gonna sit here then. Okay, maybe he's just an asshole. Maybe he's having a tough day. Maybe he's having a tough day. Maybe his wife just called him and said, "I really need you to get home. My water just broke." Or, maybe, hey, honey, gotta come home. Little punctual. Johnny, little Johnny, I think he might have a broken foot. We gotta get him to the hospital. You don't know what's going on. So why do you let it affect you? I don't let that stuff affect me anymore. If I do catch myself in that instance, I, I'm usually able to pull myself back. Right. I get mad. I was putting up a fan last night. I was cursing like a sailor. <laughs> we're gonna, again, we've got to put all the fixtures up in the house. So I put up a fan. I was just like, I missed a wire. Like There was a red wire that I didn't work. connect. And I'm like, this motherfucker. Take this fucking but I'm able to pull myself back and go, we're done. Look at it. That's Looks right. great. Okay, got done. I don't handle myself the way that I did because I have that outlet. Mm-hmm. I can, if I miss a few days of training, I can see it in the way I talk to my wife, I talk to my daughter, I talk to people that I know. When I'm on a sales call, I'm harder. Maybe that, in that mm-hmm. way it's good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, you know, push for a close. Right. I'm a little bit more difficult, you know, when I'm talking to people versus I've been training, you know, consistently and, and I'm just, Busa, like yeah. the, I, I think know. we would all agree to that. Yeah. You know, I mean, even out, you know, if somebody, you know, gives you some lip in public, you're like, dude, I, I, yeah. I train with badasses every day. I've, there's nothing I need to prove here. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and, then, and then if outlet. you do get into something, who's getting in trouble? Right. You know, you get into a fight with somebody and you hurt somebody. Oh, John, wait, that guy, he's a, you know, he's a, a Sifu. He's a, a brown belt. He shouldn't have been doing it. He should know better. You know, and you could potentially hurt somebody, even if it was you just protecting yourself. So, first thing, I'm like, again, I said this before. I think I don't know if we were recording yet. There's a problem over there. I'm all the way over there. there. I'm right, taking my right. dad's advice when I was a kid. If they're if they're screwing around over there, this I'm over there. When I used to be like, there was a problem there. Let me get out with the problem. <laughs> Let, Let me, me see to what's break going it on. Up, see what's going on. I was right there, right in the mix, and and got myself into you know trouble here and there. Me and my friends used to go out when I was in New York before I trained, and we used to go out and be like, "Let's get into a fight tonight." <laughs> and we would start you know, stuff. We would, guys, ju- we would just start was... stuff just to be just to be. He's idiots. from New York. Yeah, New York. Long. He's from New York. So I'm from Long Island. I'm from Long Island. Are you in tough people here in New York? Queens. They think New York City. I w- I'm from Long Island. I I yeah. tell people this all. The- there were deer running through my backyard when I was a kid. There, wow. I would you my my father to keep me busy. He we would set up rabbit traps. We'd set like a little milk crate, uh-huh. like an old Where the style hell did you live? metal Comac? crate. Comac? Wait, uh, no, uh, f- uh, further. Uh, I was Comac is Smithtown. Uh, uh, further out, Patrick Medford, exit sixty three oh, on the expressway. I lived in Smithtown when I was yeah, a kid. Further huh. out. So wow. when I was a kid, when they first built our house, yeah. it, look to the day that we moved. We were, I believe, we they built the lot on us. It was a strawberry farm, mm-hmm. 
And even when I got older, like when I would mow the lawn, every once in a while, I'd see like a little patch of like really tiny strawberries coming out. Wow. So yeah, you literally great, lived on strawberry was, fields. He did. <laughs> swear to God. So this is the truth. Before like all the, like, all the lots got taken, like, you, you know, you, I would catch rabbits or, you know, I'd put little vegetables in a thing and I would just sit there waiting to pull the little string and catch a rabbit. <laughs> wow. You know, so yeah. It's not from New York City. My parents were from New York City. I was I was a year old when they moved to Long Island. So when people say, "Oh, oh he's from New York," right, right, I'm like, not no. really from we, the New York. I was from like you know basically back then people feel people from the city would call us hicks basically. So it's like yeah, we get the hick trouble. You know, go out to a bar, be stupid. You know, drive drunk. You know, do, you're do a really Long stupid Island things. Hillbilly. Yeah, yeah, a Long Island hillbilly. Yeah. Now it's not the same. Now it's all congestedness. It's yeah. I, I don't even go back. They still do the rabbit thing, trapping rabbits the same way. Yeah. Only it's in Queens now. That's how, that's how, I, that's how I caught my first girlfriend, too. It was a little trap there. You know, we used to run after rabbits in the park in Queens. All right. So yeah. the last question now. Again, I know you've answered this, but for the people, you know, you know the question that I have to ask. Do you know the question? Do you remember our final yeah, big I question? Yeah, I and, and it, Tell the people, oh. do you wash your gi belt, your jiu-jitsu belt? This is 100% honest, Okay. After we spoke last time, I started washing my belt. You didn't wash your belt last time? Did you say no last I time? Didn't. I didn't. I don't. Nobody taught me to wash my belt. Oh, shit. But I, I do so wash my wash belt now. you belt, everybody. So, but listen, the belt's a lot harder now when you wash it. It's normal? Um, it's, well, It's hard. Well, yeah, well, you're not drying it, right? Cause, well, if no, you dry I it, it'll, I yeah, dry it. I, I don't dry because I don't dry my gi or my belt. I mean, you know, my A3 would be an, A2, an A1 when I'm done with it. Uh, I wash it, yeah. It, well, yeah, it's just, you know, it got completely wet okay, and it gets okay, a little hard. Okay. I do. Um, thanks to you guys. Thanks for, te- <laughs> thanks for teaching me that. So and make me feel bad. We asked Wagner that question on the last episode. I have awesome episode. I love Wagner. It was great. I've listened to the episode a couple of times. You were enlightened. I was, I don't know, embarrassed? Enlightened and embarrassed. That I, like, he was like, you don't wash your belt. What do you you know, you know, like you don't wash your belt, and he gave me his reasons why. That I guess, like from an old school perspective, mm-hmm. and even as a coach, the wearing of the the belt, the, the fading of the color, he can, as a coach, look at somebody and be like, "Okay, I can see how much he's been training." Now, people never explained it to me that way. I'm so when you wash, wash it, wash it looks like we train more. It looks because it right. fades, it fades, and it wears, and it looks mm-hmm. like. Yep. But I guess he says that actually goes back to the to like way back, I think maybe even to Brazil, where mm-hmm. somebody would wash their belt to make it look like they had been training more. But I said, look, I said, I'm not doing it for that. I never even considered that. <clears throat> and my coach knows who I am. I mean, he knows he knows when I've been there and he knows when I haven't. Right. So I'm not doing it to pull the wool over anybody's eyes. So he gave, like from a coach's perspective, he gave it like, no, you don't do that. Like he was like, no, I was just like... Wow, I feel I feel uncomfortable now. <laughs> He's like wrong right here. question. He's like right here. I was just like, yeah, I'm on, yeah, I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> I think I told him. So I answered my biggest regret question. I told my biggest regret. I go, uh, my biggest regret was telling you that I don't wash my belt. Right. That I wash my belt. I mean, so All right, was, I'm not uh, washing my belt anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I look completely. I told completely for sanitary purposes. It's just always, nobody told me not to, and then I would hear the jokes about like, oh, you're washing off the technique. Nobody said, hey, you're trying to fade it to like, nobody ever told me that. That's if you have cheat notes on the back with little technique notes, you know, and then you're washing off the technique. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) little cheat sheet. I never, again, I never looked at it like that, but when he said, I get it, 
And I did tell him, I said, look, he knows Felipe, right? They're both fly sports. I said, Felipe knows when I'm training and when I'm not. And, you know, smaller class. I mean, we're, we're, he's grown, but smaller classes. He knows my technique and what I'm good at and what I suck at. You know, right, right. there's an intimacy there. And he's the coach and he's the he's training too. He's not in an office while other people are training where take nothing away from anybody who does that. But he's always, at least for the adults, he's always training. He does. I think he trains every class actually, unless he's away. Uh, and then it's his wife, who's a black belt, who's a three-stripe white, a black belt as well. So there's no getting away from it. You know how much I've trained. Right. So does, I, you does know. Felipe wash his belt? So funny story. <laughs> I'm curious. No, now. no, Felipe does not wash his belt. His wife has washed it for him. Um, if you've seen, does he know that? Um, she said it. I think when we were joking about it one time, she she probably she said it, or no, he wasn't there because she was like, yeah, she's like, I smelled his belt the other day. It was horrible. <laughs> she's like, I washed it, but I, I don't think he knew. And he did have for somebody who doesn't wash his belt on right, he had like it was like gray. It was so worn. The white, you know, the underneath mm-hmm. was coming through. It was horrible. He does he doesn't wear that now. He's got like two new. I see him with like a really dark belt every once in a while. So he's just had other belts. So uh, he does not wash it. He is not an advocate for, of washing it, and he does make me feel like a horrible person for washing <laughs> my belt. So. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna wrap it up. Do you want to give you guys a shout out? You got anybody you want to say hello to? Um, just uh. Hey, thank you very much for having me on the show. It's an honor to come in here again, to get invited again. This is Not too many people have done two episodes with us, so really, <laughs> you're Damn, on a I very feel, short list. I feel, so, I feel, so you take back the thing from the beginning. You are special. You are I know, special. right? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. He's so political sometimes, politically correct. <laughs> now, thank you very much for having me on the show. I really appreciate this. Thank and, you for uh, making your way down to Miami. I know it's a little bit of a ride, but okay. uh, hopefully it was worth it. Uh, we'll put this out. You know, I usually tell you to come out next week, next week. Wednesday. Okay. Um, love to have you back again. You know, let's, you know, we'll put a little little time between the next episode. But uh, if you ever want to come on, maybe you want to bring one of your guys that, that training, you know, it. before a fight. Uh, give me like, uh, you know, because we'll film on a Saturday and launch the next week, you know, uh, maybe like when they got a fight coming the next month, give me a buzz. We'll get them on Perfect. and we'll, we'll talk about it. And uh, just ring me up, man. I'm, I'm never going to say no. Um, and if we've got to, if we've got other things booked, we'll do two in a day and we'll, we'll get, we'll make it happen. All right. Perfect. Let me just do a little housekeeping. Yeah. Stick with us. Uh, shout out to our Patreon podcast sponsors. They include Jim uh, sponsors, Carlson Gracie, Winterhaven in Winterhaven, Florida. Uh, check them out at cgwinterhaven.com and on Instagram at Carlson Gracie underscore Winterhaven. Uh, Carlson Gracie Broward County as well in North Lauderdale. Carlson Gracie Broward County.com at Carlson Gracie Broward County on Instagram. John Way Martial Arts in Plantation, Florida. JohnWayMartialArts.com and JohnWayMartialArts on Instagram. Our individual podcast patrons include Robert Walker, Frank House, Wolsey Rivera, Boa Athletics. You can check them out at BOA underscore athletics on IG. Michael Pixley Jr., Jason Smiley, Britt Tavar, CJ Carroll, Mission 22, Chuck Reddor, and Roberto Santiago. I think you know Roberto, don't you? I know Roberto. Roberto's awesome. If you'd like to sponsor the show, support us, uh, you can go to our IG, go to Instagram, at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies, click on the link in our uh, in our bio, the link tree link. Uh, you'll find all the ways you can, you can support us. Those people that, whose names I just read off in the gyms, they all sponsor us on Patreon, so you can check us out at patreon.com forward slash Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. 
join and you're automatically entered to win. Every single month, we put you into a pool for a $100 raffle. I am a few months behind. I haven't forgotten. I'm a few months behind. Slacker. We're going to be doing some, gi some gift cards, and we're going to be doing some gig giveaways. So I'm going to get that taken care of in the next couple of weeks. We also put in listeners who submitted questions for use on the show. So if you submitted a question that that month, you'll get you'll, you're in that raffle as well. So sometimes it's a Patreon sponsor, and sometimes it's a it's somebody who has uh, sent us a question. Nice. All right. Um, again, check us out at Jujitsu Dummies on IG because you could also support our scholarship program. Right, so we uh, we've got two sponsored athletes right now. We've been paying for their jujitsu for one full year. Uh, first of them, first were two children, two kids who were just doing phenomenal things. Uh, one was Bridger Walker, who got bit in the face protecting his sister oh, from man, the dog. Awesome. Do you remember yep, that? I remember. They, he went viral, uh, and also Gemma Fiorenza, who is uh, she does a lot of stuff with Tap Cancer Out uh, to help support her mom who's ha ha having a, a battle with cancer. Uh, so those are two of our sponsored athletes. We're going to be doing a veteran. Uh, sponsorship very very soon so that's next on the list so if you guys want to support us just go to our ig just click you, you'll see all the links when you click on our link tree all righty uh you can check out the spot the podcast store at jujitsudummies.shop get 15 percent off with code jjd we have rash guards and tees we've got my new can you see my new juan danaher <laughs> nice. can you see juan danaher shirt uh, we just finished the rash guard, so I'm going to be putting that up. You'll probably be able to see it uh, within the no relation, no relation, no relation, no relation to the to the other Danaher. Right. But thought it was uh, I love this my new favorite shirt. But we just did a rash guard, same image, but like really nice leafy green. Uh, looks like a jungle. <laughs> uh, I think I think everybody's going to like it. But check us out on uh, at jujitsudummies.shop. Get 15% off with code JJD. If you order over $50, you get free shipping. Uh, we want to thank the Weedify Foundation for their support and all they do for veterans and the jiu-jitsu community. For those of you who don't know that they provide therapeutic relief to disabled combat veterans through jiu-jitsu, you can check them out at Weedify Foundation on Instagram, and you can donate anytime at weedify.org. They have a gala happening in December in Dallas, Texas. Uh, they are going. It's their annual gala. They're raising money. They're looking for sponsors, and we're actually going to show you a little bit of a, a small clip with Amy Coxon, their uh, national event coordinator. Check this out. Hey, everybody! With us today is Amy Coxon from We the Five Foundation. Uh, she's the national event coordinator, and we're going to talk a little bit about the gala coming in September. I just got my tickets. I'm all set. I got to get my hotel still, Amy, but I got my tickets. <laughs> okay, good deal. <laughs> Welcome, uh, welcome to the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem, no problem. So when I talked to TJ, I told him, I said, listen, we got to do something before the show, before the uh, the event on the show. And uh, he said, yeah, listen, I'll put something together. And uh, so let's, let's jump right in. Tell us a little bit about the gala, what, what we're going to be doing there. Uh, people that listen to the show know about We Defy, but we could talk about We Defy as well. Mm -hmm. So the floor is yeah. yours. Absolutely. Um, so the gala is really our annual fundraiser. That's kind of our signature event. It's uh, one that we didn't get to have in 2020. So Why? we were pretty Why excited not? to come back. I know what happened. <laughs> I, it's, nothing was going on. So um, no, we're really excited to, to have everyone back together. It's really just, it's a night where we get to celebrate everything that happened during 2020 and 2021 for the foundation. And um, the fact that we made it through and we're just really excited to have kind of our community back together again. Yeah. So. You guys are having your biggest year, the biggest yeah. fundraising year or, or 
for was it 2020 or 2021 has this been the the biggest fundraising year ever it has been i mean wow. it's we've consistently grown which is um so the theme for the gala is prove them wrong which has been a theme for we defy consistently and really that's a big part of it is 2020 a lot of businesses failed and mm. it would have been expected for us to kind of go that way but mm. we came out stronger and we're continuing to grow how many do you know how many gyms you guys have to date that are we defy what, we, what would we call them uh, uh the we defy gyms or yeah what's what's their official title when they come aboard uh they're the we defy affiliate gyms i okay. believe is the title we use um i know I do not know the exact number as of right now. I want to say it's over, it's between like 250 and 300. So okay. it's a, it's a lot. All right. So what are we going to be doing at the gala? What, what, uh, you know, tell me about kind of the layout of the gala or the time, the timing of what's going to happen when we're there. Yeah, absolutely. So it's going to be a full weekend of events. Uh, we'll have a Friday night open mat for people who are traveling in. Y'all are welcome to join. It'll be in the Dallas area. Um, so we'll also have a Saturday morning open mat. Um, so lots of jujitsu over the weekend. And then Saturday night, we all get dressed up. We won't recognize each other. It'll be great. Um, but we'll have a cocktail hour. There's a full dinner. Um, but really the program, we're going to have some videos that our team has been working really hard to put together um, really telling the stories of our veteran athletes, some of them who have been through the program and are now ambassadors for us. And it's, it's really cool to see them come full circle and share their stories with other people. And um, we'll have a keynote speaker. We'll have, it'll just be a really great night. I'm excited for it. So now so, people can still get tickets for the event on the website, right? Yes. We defy yeah. foundation.org. Um, yes. If, they went up to 25 bucks. No big deal, right? It was uh, 125 if you got them before the end of July. Now it's 150, right? It is. We uh, are a little over 80% full, so tickets are going fast. So yeah. Wow. If you want to come, please buy them early. Like I said, I got my tickets. I'll be coming with my wife. I'm really excited. Yeah. She's all excited. I mean, she's excited to buy a dress, you know, so that's right. the thing that she yeah. said. She's not excited about the event, which you get to whatever. She just wants <laughs> to buy her dress. So, yeah. okay. So let's talk about. Any companies out there that would like to sponsor, right? Mm -hmm. We have two ways. They can sponsor the gala, just do a regular sponsorship, or they can do yeah. become a silent auction partner, right? Is that basically the yes. two ways, right? So yeah, let's talk a little bit about more, more about that. How can they uh, reach out to you guys? Uh, you know, any suggestions on like things that you'd like to, to have featured or companies out there? Let's, you know, again, this is the time. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'll start with our sponsors. So with our sponsorship packages, there are some different benefit levels. Those are as well on the website on the wedefyfoundation.org under our gala page. You can find a way to become a silent auction donor or a sponsor. Okay. Um, so with our sponsors, those are straight donations, but we will also have a benefit package for each level. With the silent auction, those are going to be items where people can bid on whatever you're donating to help raise more money for our veterans. Okay. So we've got everything from hotel stays to restaurant gift cards. I am pretty sure we have some brass knuckles in there. We have, um, it's Texas. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got um, Dale Bonnie, one of our ambassadors, made this incredible skateboard that's a custom We Defy skateboard. DB, I mean, DB we skateboards. We've done something stuff. with him. We did some rings. Yes. We did a giveaway with him. 
Uh, oh, yeah, did so, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's going to be a Jujitsu Dummies gift card. Yes. That's in there as so, well. That's in the silent auction. So let's break some news. So we were going to do 500. Let's make it 1,000. So put us down for a $1,000 gift card to the website. And yes, we'll, thank uh, you. Yeah, so let's uh, let's try to contribute a little bit more. And anything else we could do to help, obviously, you know, just ask, please. Absolutely. So, yeah, so lots helpful. of Jujitsu. If you can't, lots of Jujitsu there. If you can't sponsor, if you can't get there, if you don't have a silent auction, you know, you just want to donate. We need to get, we need everybody to get out to wethefivefoundation.org. You can always sponsor. Um, I think, um, I think I know on like Facebook and Instagram, you could do a recurring donation. So if it's like, well, you know, I, I don't feel, sometimes people feel like, well, I can only do a couple of dollars now. It's not worth it. Or I'll do it when I have, you know, you can set up a recurring donation, correct? So you, you can do $5 yes. a month and, and it just, it'll just come out of your card or your bank account, right? That's a good way for people to do things. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. everything adds up for this, all of our costs and everything. So you may not think it's a large amount or that it's helpful, but it all adds up and it all really helps us keep the money going towards our veterans. So, well, that's helps. awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, we're going to get back with our guest, uh, John way in just a second, but I really appreciate you coming on and doing this and let's, uh, you know, next time or next, oh. next, next gala or next time you have an event, we got to uh, plan it a little bit earlier and have you come on and we'll do a whole episode with yourself or, you know, any of the crew that you want to bring on. We've done it a few times. And if you guys are ever in Miami, I keep on telling all the guys this, we'd love to okay. have you guys come into the studio. So if we want to plan that out and, and make it a trip, or if you've got an event going on in, in South Florida, come on in, come into the studio. It's a lot more fun that way. <laughs> that sounds great. All right. Awesome. All right, Amy, thank you for joining us. We're going to get back to the show. Take care. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Welcome back, guys. I hope that uh, you can support. Go check them out. Uh, if you can't get out to the gala, go ahead and donate online. Go to wedefyfoundation.org. And, uh, you know, you could do something like uh, donate $5 a month and just do a recurring donation. All right. Uh, last but not least, again, Fight Back CBD. Get 20% off your CBD order at fightbackcbd.com with code JJD. Uh, again, I'm Milton. Uncle Milty, uh, Uncle Milty BJJ on IG. John Way. John Way Martial Arts. What's your What's your IG? IG. Oh, John Way underscore official. And what's the 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 gym's IG? John Way Martial Arts. Oh, there you go. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening, John. Thank you for coming out. Oos. Oh.